What is going on, everybody? Todd here, joined once again by Dorky Ray and Thrabalan of Thrabalan Gaming. That's never going to get old. You know you know <laughs> that, right? The fact that I'm always introduce you as Thrabalan of Thrabalan Gaming. Yep. Well, that's where I am. <laughs> yep, well, yeah, well, fair enough. I almost changed my Twitch handle to that. It's it, it, Thrabalan Gaming, I'm glad I didn't. Fair enough, so. because then it would be Thrabalan Gaming of Thrabalan oh, Gaming. Oh, Thrabalan Gaming. And that would oh, be, that'd be awful. Yeah. That'd be awful. So what has, um, so it's been a, a week to say the least. Seven days. Yes. Yeah. 168 hours. I mean, I'm still making adjustments because when I set this up before Ray was kind of sitting a little lower. So now I have to adjust. I'm sorry. Here. No, here. No, I'll you're just... you're fine. I fixed it. <laughs> now I got to fix it again. Like... <laughs> Actually, I was sitting a little bit further away from uh your the computer. Yeah. Because you wanted to show and off the... your your backwards shirt. And I'm not showing <laughs> it off now because it's backwards apparently, even though it's not on my screen. Yeah, well, fair <laughs> enough. I'm not letting that go. We're not letting it go either. either. <laughs> I'm mad. I can imagine. I can understand that. But Who yes. <laughs> but yeah, so um <laughs> what what I think is interesting is um you know, we're we're all streamers, we we're podcasters now, which is great. <clears throat> And I enjoy, I enjoy doing podcasts. It's it's no no fucking secret. But when it comes down to it, we all started in the Twitch game before yeah. we came here. Mm-hmm. And it leads me to to something that I think we should have done, or at least going forward, we should do. What are we playing? I will kind of start with. I knew that Ballin. was coming, and my I was just like, "What?" Yeah. So uh, we'll start Maybe with Ballin. We should have discussed this beforehand, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not like I I already, already asked this question and said, "Hey, I'm going to say this." I guess I wasn't expecting it so soon, or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's how you fucking start shit? We're not going to do it like at the end of the show. Be like, "Oh yeah, by the way, we're getting ready to wrap up. What are you playing?" Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, Bolin, what what are you playing? Well, in addition to Crossout, which I didn't gush about last week. Uh, oh, totally didn't. But Not at all. No. You totally uh, didn't I'm get playing... people to play with play that game as well. I mean... No, no, no. It's not anything like a new Marvel Heroes or anything. Anyway, uh, I'm also playing Stellaris, which is currently uh, their 2.0 expansion, where they've changed the entire game. And actually, it's a lot fresher. It runs better. So anybody who is playing Stellaris and your CPU is bogging down. Uh, basically, they've changed all travel from warp to hyperdrive. Okay. What that means is that instead of being able to go to literally any star in your range, ships can only go Master of Orion style through hyperdrive. Which okay. means the computer doesn't have to figure out all this shit about, okay, which planet do I go to when there's like three choices in that. Hmm. So that's, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like a good 
a good change. Excuse me. Yeah, they figured out a way to basically make it run smoother by essentially removing some of the choice from the AI because you know they have to calculate every single you know planet that they can get to. So nice. I'm in favor of that, especially because as I used to play, it would be like after like 20 in-game years or so, they really start to bog down. But I haven't even found that happening yet. So yeah, 2.0, good to come uh, back to you if your computer isn't you know, a supercomputer. <laughs> so that's what I'm playing. Yeah, I mean, that's that's actually pretty cool. Um, so I, uh, we'll get to Ray because Ray's got to think about this. So <laughs> um, I played a bit of Crossout. I... I hit a weird spot in the game where like, I, I was like, I kind of, I, I, part of me was like, I really like this. And the other part of me is the only thing that sucks is that it's basically entirely PVP and I get matched with people <clears throat> at higher levels than me that have, Actually, I have, a, have way better gear than me. So I have a question about this. Were mm-hmm. you trying, was this happening this weekend? Uh, this was happening last week. Okay. The reason I ask is because starting on Friday they had a bonus XP weekend. Yeah. No. So, I um. I I didn't play at all this. I didn't play it at all this weekend. Okay. Good enough. Just thought I'd ask. <laughs> yeah. I, if I had known about the bonus XP, I probably would have. But um. But no. I I did that. Um. I mean, I've I've been just kind of putzing around with uh, started up another playthrough in uh, Fallout Four. I've modded the hell out of Fallout Fallout Four. I actually have you a. Have to. <laughs> well, I mean, I the list of mods like I yeah. have, and it's just like some of them. It's like why wasn't this in the game to begin with? So like one okay. of them, like one of the mods I have is red lipstick for women, because there's it's no red lipstick in the game. Yep. Yeah. Like, the how top- do you fuck that up? Yeah. The mod that I'm glad people put in makes your settlers less stupid. Because they start off dumb as bricks. Um, one of the mods I also have installed is called um, Get Out of My Way. Which allows you to push, your, push people out of your way. So let's just say you have Dance with his fucking power armor standing in a doorway and he doesn't want to move. You typically cannot get past him. And so you have to walk into the room and then he'll kind of move a little bit and then you got to try to get past him. Now I can just walk up to him and hit R and push him right the fuck out of the way. <laughs> and he ragdolls. It's yeah. terrific. Um, I mean, it's just like there's there's some mods that were like, uh, like there's a, uh, a Wild Wasteland mod, which adds a whole bunch of new encounters, which which I was thankful for. Because I loved that in the older Fallout games. I loved that in Fallout 2 especially. I loved it in New Vegas. And and not being in there was a problem. Um, I have a mod for Damage Threshold, which was a major system in the original Fallout games. Even though Deathclaws completely negated it in New Vegas. Um, I mean, it's just certain things that make the game feel better for me to play. That's the biggest thing. I mean, some stuff, I mean, it's just for fun, like, to get out of my way. Um, other things where it's... So, what, what I think is just funny is Ray 
muted and then unmuted and walked yeah. away and then muted again. Yep. Sorry. There we go. Sorry. The dog was jumping up on the couch and I yep. couldn't get anyone to come in earlier and well so, stuff, so. you you muted um you muted for for that initially but then when you went to walk over you unmuted yourself. Oh. And yeah, then so when you came back to unmute yourself, you muted really, yourself. Yeah. I, I thought I had unmute, unmuted myself no. before that. Nope. nope. nope, nope, nope. Sorry. Um, it's all right. But yeah, so we have... Um, you're happy and you know I clap your hands. <laughs> so I, yeah, I have something like 50 mods running in uh, yeah. Fallout 4 to make the game playable for me. Um, and by playable, I mean enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Certain, certain things it still can't do. I, I can't have it change the way perks work. Um, I can't do... Like, because I enjoyed the way that perks, traits, and skills worked in New Vegas, in Fallout 2. Um, I mean, I enjoyed that. Fallout 3 didn't have... Um, it still had skills, it didn't have traits. And, um, and, but New Vegas did. So, um, I mean, that's a, that's a thing. And then what, what else am I playing? I also just started yesterday, uh, Agents of Mayhem, which I'm going to get a lot of shit for saying this because it's not a Saints Row game and blah, 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 blah. It is actually rather enjoyable. I'm having a great time. Like the humor is spot on. Mm hmm. Um, I took down, I took down the first lieutenant in the main story and, um, it's a three part battle, which is fine. And the second part of the battle, he puts a shield around him and throws energy balls at you. Mm -hmm. Um, so they make your, uh, the person, uh, Friday, who's kind of helping you out like through, uh, Kind of like voice chat is just like <laughs> uh, hit his balls back to him, and it's just like that kind of stuff. And yeah. I had Oleg um, in my group, or, or Yeti, as I call as he is the Yeti, um, and he's just like I'm gonna freeze his balls, and it's just like ball jokes for that entire section. And I, I mean, loved if, it. I wanted, if I wanted to spend an entire fight dodging balls, I would work for Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, the humor's there. It's got the Saints humor. I like that. Um, it does have some Saints Row characters. And, I mean, that's where some of the hate came from. So, um, Gat was, like you know, Gat yeah. was a pre-order bonus initially. Um, and then was available for, for, as DLC. Uh, Pierce and Oleg are in the game base game you don't need any anything to download to get them um you need to do uh missions to unlock them but that's no big deal uh kinsey you need to uh, kinsey's a dlc there's four saints row characters in the game two of which are dlc and they're so distant uh they're so it, the game itself is so distanced from saints row in a sense um, which I like. I mean, uh, Pierce 
you know, Pierce has the Stillwater connection thing going on. So, I mean, they get into that <laughs> briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to remember, this is a world without the Saints. So, um, so there's that. Because if there was the Saints, then Johnny would be... There's no way Johnny wouldn't be a saint, you know? It's just the way mm-hmm. it is. But I like I like the uh, the gameplay feels good. Um it's a the game is about choice. It very much is. You have um 12 agents you can choose from and uh you can kind of mix and match. So it's just like I need some I want somebody that uh does a lot of DPS, so let, uh, so let me go and choose one of these guys. I need somebody that does this and they all have skills on top of that. Like, um, like there's a, I think it's like a master hacker skill. There's a couple of them that have that. So you can, like I ran to one mission and it's just like, you need this skill. So I had to go through my characters and say, which one had that little icon that matched up. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, Oh, okay. I got these three that I can do, but one of them I can't do yet because they get that at level 10. It's fun. It's fun though. Um it's definitely definitely been enjoyable. Um I mean, other than that, I, I played some WWE two K eighteen before the uh, live reaction on Sunday. There was that. Ray. Uh I played the cross cross out game mm-hmm. with uh Storms and Ballin mm-hmm. yesterday. You can hear the excitement. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like super into it. Um, it, it was nice playing with, uh, the, you know, with Ballin and Storms. Um, but I'm not like big. I, I, I might, I, I said that I might, uh, play some single player just to, because my experience was not going up very fast at all. Um, there, yeah, there is no single player though. Well, no, there's, but there's no, it's PVE. There is though. Up until level four. You're guaranteed to not fight another player. Mm, fair so, enough. So, and yeah. I, I think basically the problem is anyone who's above level four. If you play with someone who's below level four, the below level four person doesn't go up very fast in levels. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so prevent, just, it's prevent basically people from being power leveled. Yeah, fair enough. So, so not single player, but like by myself without. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, ungroup. But I don't know. I don't know that I'm gonna particularly enjoy that. It's not. My, it's just not my type of game. Um, fair. I mean, it's it to me. It seems of a, a similar idea to um, obviously not similar gameplay necessarily, but um, objective and everything to um, oh my gosh, League of Legends. I think is what it was. I don't see that. You have me very intrigued by that analogy. Like, like where you've got your, you've got your team and then you've got to go attack the base of the other team. That just, that just captured the point stuff. I mean, that's, if you, if you said world of warships, I've been with you on that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. But I played world of warships. Like what all, yeah, I, I, one of those that I played for whatever I played all of once and I, I I hated my life. Yeah. Um, I don't like I don't like the building thing. Hmm. I, the, I I don't like sitting there and trying to build my vehicle. Don't enjoy that. It, it, I, I don't know if it's the the controls or whatever, but 
I, I for for what I like to do, I like to just like I don't know. I like to do play Kingdom Hearts and just like oh, this is better stats. Click that. We're good. Go on. Fair. Um, I I never did the gummy ship builder in Kingdom Hearts. It's like the one thing in Kingdom Hearts that I never did. You know that's going to be like a major part of Kingdom Hearts three, right? I know. I know. <laughs> like I'm, I mean, I'm it's, put up with it. I mean, it's going to be a thing where like I, where you're probably going to be forced to build a new gummy ship, as yeah, opposed oh, to sure. them saying like, "Here's a design, improve on it," and you're just like, "See, and he, well, here's the thing: I didn't ever improve on my ship either." Yeah. With, with the gummy ship, it was like, "All right, this has been working." Yeah, I mean, Philly's just it, not it gets playing. me. It gets through. It gets me through the gate. We're good. But no, I just just from seeing Birth by Sleep. What I haven't played a whole lot of Birth by Sleep because I didn't have a PSP when it first came out, and I just recently got um, yeah the one point five two point five, um, and I haven't played much of Birth by Sleep. I'm sure they're gonna have a lot more uh, gummy play. Excuse me, than just going through gates. Um. Now, here's the thing. This is what's funny. You say gummy ship, and all I can think of is that back in the 80s, Disney themselves had a Gummy Bears cartoon. So I'm picturing yes. those characters. Yeah, no, it's not that. <laughs> because that's what I was picturing. i got to be honest you're, with you. You're envisioning I, the Gummy Bears, which is yeah. terrific. Yeah, because they're Disney characters, and this is yeah. Disney and Final Fantasy. I mean, that's so fair. That, that made sense in my head, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, that, 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 like I said, that's fair. Them. It's it's not what it is, but that's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Like, I'm gonna I'm still gonna give Cross Out like more of a chance. I'm gonna try and level myself up to a decent to where I you know I can play mm-hmm. with you guys. Um, but I'm not like super enthusiastic about it. I'm what what I'll say, Ray, is play up until level five, and mm-hmm. then make your assessment. Yeah. Um because I know for me like the building took a while to get used to. Mhm. Uh because especially when you have for example wheels um uh-huh. there are some wheels that are just wheels but then there's other wheels that are wheels ST which turn. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. don't explain that to you. Ah. And then they also don't explain like how to properly armor your vehicle and all the other yeah. stuff. It's all of its trial and error. Okay. Um, and I ran into that a lot. So yeah. I'll see. One strat I will give you when it comes to building a vehicle. Mm-hmm. When you're building your frame, right? Build your frame and put the cab in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then build up in the front and the back it makes it harder for them to kind of oh, damage yeah. your cab okay i will also say this ideally you should only use wheel sts on your vehicle this is for anybody listening the best advice i can give and i'm gonna hate myself for this because this is good if this might result in me fighting more people with more intelligence about the game but i mean i'm gonna say this never put just plain wheels on your vehicle if you can avoid it. Once you already have, once you have four wheel STs of the same type in your inventory, you shouldn't even be looking at their wheels. It makes it so maneuverable, and it also means if you get one of your front wheels blown off, you still have good turning capability. 
Yeah. As compared to if only you only have one ST wheel. True. I'm also a big fan of six wheel designs, but that's me. Oh, I mean, it, that means that you have to have six wheels. <laughs> so. I have so many wheels. <laughs> you can I, get them as you, as you fight. See, the I thing mean, is, it's like I get the, mo the parts I get the most are guns. Yeah. Like, Early on, that's what it is. Machine guns to shotguns. Yeah, no, I mean, I get a, like a ton of those and it's like I can't use these. Because of my of my power my power bay or whatever you know I don't have yeah. a, mm -hmm. a substantial enough one to put more of that on there and um, even like like the the vehicle I was working on the the one that's just like it's a massive front end basically yeah um, it has three uh, three of the auto cannons on it basically mm -hmm. I mean that's good that serves mm -hmm. its purpose. But besides that, it's like, all right, well, it's, it, it, as I said, it's a game that, give it to level five. Yeah. Once you start, because, well, you actually already started playing with actual human beings. Just not against actual human beings. Just not, yeah, not against them. It's, against, it's just against bots. Until yeah. level four. Yeah. But once you start going up against actual human beings, you're... Mm -hmm. That's those first four levels are there to teach you the game, but they it really doesn't. <laughs> well, actually, by forcing you to figure out a lot of it, it kind of does. I mean, I through trial and error, you do tend to follow a path that eventually gets you where you want to go. So, arguably, in my in my case, playing through level four, I did minor changes to the base vehicle. Minor changes. Little extra armor here, a little extra armor there, no big deal, you know? After that though, come on. <laughs> I was just like, wow, match just oh, I'm dead. Okay. That's that's a thing. Alright, so what am I gonna do now? Let me uh oh now it wants me to go into another no no no, let me go back to my garage. Let me spend forty five minutes working on a new vehicle. All right, cool. Let's go into another match. All right, three, two, one. All right, let's go. And dead. And it's gone. <laughs> Back to the garage. Motherfucker. But I also apparently was getting matched up with people at a higher skill level with better, mm -hmm. way better vehicles as well. So... I do because think basically you also have to pay attention to who's on your team because if you see somebody on your team who's got like 3,000 more power score than you, yeah, you're going to wind up playing against people with 3,000 more power scores. Yeah, but mm -hmm. at the same time, like, why would they... To me, that makes me, makes me think that the, the matchmaking is broke. A large part of the problem is it's a game that's not very well known yet, so you don't have as many players, and they want to get the match going. Yeah, uh, and I've... And when people drop out of a match or, or whatnot, like what ends up happening is it gets filled up with bots. Yeah. So what's, what's the problem with doing that? The bots are dumb as dirt. It, I mean, <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is. I know. I'm just saying. Like, Ideally, I think they want to get to a point where they don't even need bots past le until, you know, once you hit level four. Yeah. The longest I waited on a match was, I think, 15 minutes. 
I have never had that problem. The longest I've ever waited on a match is about one minute forty three. And I have played a lot of matches at this point. Yeah. Well you I mean you're lucky. The the game itself uh, yeah. kind of turned me off to it based on based on the the things that'll get fixed down the road. I'm I'm not ruling the game out entirely. I'm just saying at this point, I realize the game isn't for me. I will say this though: try giving it a chance with uh th- with three or four of us playing together. You might find that the group play is more fun than the solo play. Yeah, I mean you're not I'm wrong. If you want to give it a chance, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just saying yeah. try that. Given that, like you suggested, very good level five because the game changes a lot after level four. The yeah. game changes a lot when you add more people in a group. True. Because True. those people always get put into the match together. Fair. Was there anything else you're playing, Ray? Or uh, Disney Moji Blitz. What? <laughs> it's a phone game. Um, it's just like one of those matchy type ones. A match and... three. Oh, match three. Oh God. Match match three, three or match four. Or, yeah. You know. Um. Kind of like Candy Crush, I guess, yeah. but it's, it's with a, yeah, yeah, it's it's with uh, Disney emojis, and it unlocks <clears throat> those emojis for your phone. Which fair warning, now that you've mentioned Candy Crush, you're going to get sued. Oh well, my bad. <laughs> I'm just saying they're very brutal about that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Oh wow. Um, but yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um. <laughs> they can sue me for all the for all I'm worth. Worth they'll get like five bucks. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it. I I haven't really been playing much of anything as far as games go. Okay, well that's fair. Yeah. Since we're on the gaming topic, uh, there's a couple couple things kind of want to touch on. Uh, apparently, Sega today was supposed to release the demo for Yakuza 6 on Mm. the PlayStation Network. And they did. Except for in North America. (laughs) Where for about two hours they accidentally set the full game as the demo. Oh my god. So there are people that got Yakuza 6 for free. Wow. Now I'm guessing there's no way they can remotely remove it. No, because the thing is, the uh, the game registers as demo. <laughs> well then, they they and then they're just like, oh well, people found an exploit that allowed them to use our demo as a full release of the game. I don't think that's an exploit. I think no, that's no, a no, when, you're so error. when yeah. the demo is supposed to be, I think it was something like eight gigs on the PS4, and it ended up being. A 57 gig download. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful, though. I, I'm sorry. Oh, I love that story. So I love great. that story. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Um. I actually read that like right before. I was checking my phone before. Uh. Before mm-hmm. I was just like, "Hey, kids, you ready?" And uh, that was on. That was in my my feed, and I was like, "What?" <clears throat> Um, also gaming wise, as we record this, there is less than 48 hours left in the Trinity Continuum Kickstarter. Since we're mentioning Kickstarters, very soon the Battletech Kickstarter, which, you know, was a big thing for me last year, Mm -hmm. uh, bear fruit. I'm going to go ahead and look this up because 
You know what? This is a big game. It is uh, it's coming out in April on Steam. Nice. Very cool. Not everything that goes on the Kickstarter gets realized. That's oh, that important is. to understand. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's coming out in April, I'm very happy about this. It is a turn-based game, which means Ray's not listening anymore. And it is based Around. on the Battletech IP, which... For anyone who doesn't know, it's basically walking tanks smacking each other around with weapons. It's glorious. It's been around since the 80s, and I love it. Based on the tabletop game. So, yeah. I mean, that's pretty awesome. It, I, yeah. I honestly think that is really cool. It is. But, yeah, and so, of course, is, uh, you know, Onyx Path and everything they do. Yeah. No, absolutely. No lie. No lie. I mean, the, the fact that... Um, sure that this doesn't oh no actually oh, i can do that nice <laughs> because it's a window that goes above the window so this is even better yeah all right cool because i was so concerned about that um but yeah i mean uh just gaming wise i mean that was a big thing um and personally, with the Battletech, that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, I hijacked it for a minute. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so apparently the ESRB will address loot crates with in-game purchase labeling now. So that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh says labeling will cover all purchases, not just crates. So basically, um, an update on in-game purchases from your friends at the ESRB. They did a whole post on it. Um, see if I can... I, I love when they do this shit. Like, is this going to be big enough for me to re- Yes, it is. Um, You may have noticed that we've been a little quiet on the topic of in-game purchases and loot boxes, but we've been listening, in fact. Uh, We've been listening. In fact, we've absorbed every tweet, email, Facebook post, and singing telegrams sent our way. And we've been working to develop a sensible approach to let gamers and parents know when a game offers the option to purchase additional content. Starting soon, ESRB will begin assigning a brand new label on physical games, in-game purchases. This label, or as we call it, interactive element, will appear on boxes and wherever those games can be downloaded for all games that offer the ability to purchase digital goods or premiums with real-world currency. This includes features like bonus levels, skins, surprise items, such as item packs, loot boxes, mystery awards, music, virtual coin, and other forms of in-game currency, subscriptions, season passes, upgrades, IG, um, e.g. to disable ads, and more. We're also launching a new website, parentaltools.org to help raise awareness to the helpful tools that parents can use to manage the amount of time or money those crafty kids spend playing games. This is the first step of many exclamation point. I didn't want to go and say this is the first step of many. Um, 
We'll continue to discuss how to further enhance our rating system with publishers, developers, gamers, and especially parents. And we'll continue to make adjustments as the need arises. Thank you for your for thank you all for your patience on this, and your love for the games we rate. ESRB. So I mean, let's let's be serious for a minute. How useful is the ESRB? Not about as useful as the uh, MPAA as far you know with the motion picture ratings. Yeah, I mean it's. You know, I've I've worked retail. I've sold games before, um, and I can't tell you how many times I would have a parent come up to me with uh, a mature rated game, mm-hmm. saying, "Is this appropriate for my ten year old?" Well, look right there. And I what would do be you like, think "That means." And then I would spend time educating. Yeah. Where I'm just like. Right on the front of every box, it's got a label. It's got a, a rating on it. This one is M. M is for mature, which is seventeen plus. Now, at the same time, it is up to you, the parent, to decide if this is appropriate content for your child or not. Mm-hmm. On the back of the the game disc, and I actually have. I'll, I'll grab a case. I totally not planned. Um. Yeah, by the way, this, but uh, it's a wrong game disc in there, apparently. Because <laughs> this is what I was looking for, but it had Hunter the Reckoning, the regular version in there. Yeah, you were the only person that has ever had that happen to them. That, that surely no one else has had that. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, say, really, I'm just... Half I, my DVDs are in the wrong boxes. No, no, <laughs> no, I mean purchase. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what happened. Like, order it yep. through Amazon, ah. set, they send it, and then you go... Hey, this has the wrong game in it, and they're oh. just like, "We sent you what we had on that." So, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Well, oh, so, so that's how it came as ordered." Yeah. So, and I'm oh, thinking weird. to myself, I'm like, "Well, if I could just find the game disc, then cool." But then I also have, and, and I essentially have a backup copy of Hunter the Reckoning for mm-hmm. for the Xbox, which hopefully gets backwards compatibility on the Xbox One, because that'd be terrific. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so. Holding up this game box, you see right here is the M-rated, mature, uh, mature 17 plus content rated by the ESRB. Underneath that, game experience may change during online play. Blah blah blah, standard stuff. Then we have this little thing on the back, right? Mature 17 plus, the M rating, and then it tells you what the fuck the ratings for. This one is for blood and gore, and violence. Uh, ESAB uh, content rating, and then, of course, the website. How many times would I have to go and say, they're like, well, my my 10-year-old really wants this game. And I'm like, do you think it's appropriate content for you? Because I cannot, like, if a, if a, a kid came up to me and wanted to buy, for example, the new Call of Duty, mm-hmm. because that's usually what it was, or Grand Theft Auto. That was another one. Mm-hmm. Um, when Grand Theft Auto 4 launched, which 10 years ago, shit. Yeah. Um, Grand Theft Auto 4 launched, you can, I can't tell you how many times people were. My, my, uh, Mike, I'm looking for that, uh, that, that, that auto game. W- w- what kind of auto game? 
It's something with uh, Grand. You know, they they drive cars, and and I'm like that describes a lot of games. And I'm like, it just came out, and I'm like, you're not talking about Grand Theft Auto, are you? I think that's what I think that's what he said it was. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I have like 50 copies of it sitting right here. And you're just like, do you think this game's appropriate for my 12-year-old? And I'm just like, what? It's a mature-rated game. And then I go over the stuff. Because the first one had partial nudity. Um, mm-hmm. Five had uh, had moments of full frontal. But, you know, it's just little things like that you know like Mm -hmm. i i'm like i'm not listen i'm not i'm not the parent of your child but i do feel you need to make an informed decision on whether this is appropriate for your child or not this is the kind of content you can expect in this game is this something you would want your child is this something that you trust your child enough to play because that's that's really what it comes down to it's not even like is it is it appropriate for your child? Like with a lot of the games, it ends up being um, stuff where you have like a lot of the shooters, right? There's a bunch of shooters that are, are um, rated T, you know, mm-hmm. is that appropriate for your child? That's entirely up to you. Can your child differentiate between fantasy and reality? Which is essentially what it comes down to. Because, because basically, gu- these are guidelines. These are not yeah. hard rules. Yeah. Though most retailers do have you uh, oh, yes. go by the hard rules on it. Because oh, I can't that- tell you how many times I had to ask for ID on, on uh, M-rated games. Mm-hmm. Oh, agreed. I'm just saying, as far as for the parents, these are guidelines. Because oh, yeah. some kids can handle a game like Grand Theft Auto... Some adults will freak out at Mario Brothers. I mean... Yeah, well... That Mario trauma, though. (laughs) I'm just saying, basically, there are way different levels of what people can handle what they can't. Yeah. I I mean, there should be a label on on games that tell you what type of of game it is as well. Because I know, for example, uh, I'll take Brutal Legend. Brutal Legend looked like a hack and slash game, and you get, like... A quarter way in, they go, by the way, now it's a real-time strategy. And you're like, what? (laughs) Yeah, it's a real-time strategy game now, so enjoy. And I I enjoy real-time strategy, so I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. But it turned a lot of people off from the game, you know? Um, I mean, much like some games where it's just like, oh, hey, uh, this is... Part of the game is, like, they show the, the footage or the trailer, and it's like... I really like the gameplay. This is really cool. And you find out that that gameplay is like equivalent to like 30 to 40% of the game. And the rest is like platforming. Mm. And you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Ray just some, yeah, exactly. Ray. Exactly. <sighs> fucking platforming. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. I think that should be something put on there. Yeah, platforming where if you don't hit the magic pixel, you get to run the last five minutes all over again to get back to where you were. Yep. Yep. But, I mean, it's 
I mean, that's just a little arbitrary thing that I, I would like to have on. Um, you know, if, if, for example, a game has like a couple platforming sequences, mm-hmm. that's not bad. You don't need to mention that. But once it hits a certain, like, once it's over a quarter of the gameplay of something, mention that it's a platformer. Yeah. You know? Mention that it has, like, like, if, once again, I'll bring this up, and it's just, like, got a, you know, it gives me the story thing, and it's just, like, five playable hunters, 20 expensive levels, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, all right, well, that's cool. Um, but it also is just, like, you know, it's a up to four players slaughtering uh, over thirty different over thirty different types of monsters, and you know, based on the pictures, you can tell like, oh, hey, they're working as a group, you know. Mm-hmm. But I've had games where it's where it's that's not the case. Like, they don't they don't tell you that shit. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I really don't even know. It's just. A bit problematic. I do, I do like that, though, that they are putting on there about the microtransactions and everything, because at least it's a piece of information that someone could potentially use. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I completely and totally agree with you on that. The big problem comes from the fact that not many people do. Yeah. I mean, just having that information there is, is good, in it's my opinion. It's a step in the right direction. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, just... Just the way that some... um, Just the way some of the stuff's handled. Like, microtransactions, and it doesn't have to be loot boxes, um, they can be intrusive. Yes. At times. You know, you don't need every little bit of content to enjoy a game. Mm-hmm. You know, you find out what's... You find out what's... Valuable to you, you know? Yeah. Um. You know, and I'll go to the game... I'll go to Agents of Mayhem. Agents of Mayhem has, I think, four DLC packs... It's got what, uh, and it's eh, maybe three. We have the Gap Pack, we got the Lazarus Pack, and then the, uh, um, and then the uh, the Safe Word Pack. But then we also have all the other costumes and stuff. Okay. You don't need any of that to enjoy the game. You know, the game doesn't do the whole thing of like, oh hey, like like Assassin's Creed's done. Where it'll be like, oh, you want to access this mission? Download this. Yeah. Have you played a game where it's done that? Because I, I, no, I have not. Like every Assassin's Creed game I've played, um, when you're going through the sequences, the memory sequences, mm-hmm. you you go, okay, well, what's the next one in the chain? And you go to it, and it's just like to access this memory, please purchase the DLC. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, well, maybe I won't play any of the Assassin's Creed games I own. It ends up being side story stuff you don't need. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like, to me, it it doesn't feel... It, it makes the game feel incomplete. 
you know? Yeah. Um, Dragon Age went a whole different route on this. So in the first Dragon Age game, when the game launched, it was everything was fine. Uh, there was a day one DLC pack for, you know, if you purchase the game new. Mm-hmm. Um, it was their way of saying like, hey, like, try not to buy this used because if you buy it new, you get a code for the DLC. Which is a smart move. It's a good strategy. Mm-hmm. But then like a month after launch, um, when you would go to camp, there's, instead of just being the, the merchant there, there's also another guy there. And you go and talk to him, and it was just basically just like, hey, I have a, I have a quest for you. And the thing is, it's like, it gets to a point where it's like, this mission is not really going to affect it's not going to affect your story per mm-hmm. se. I mean, it, it's, it's more context to what's going on in the larger world as opposed to your mm-hmm. main story. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, oh, okay, well, that isn't too bad. But it was a way for the game to kind of market the DLC at you, mm-hmm. which a little intrusive. And I enjoyed Dragon Age. I enjoyed the hell out of that game. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I, I just... It, it's It's been a long time coming with this kind of update to packaging and, and such for regulations and, and whatnot on, um, <clears throat> on, that, on that kind of content. Mm. So... And I, 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 I think it's about time. There are a lot of people who are against any kind of DLC. Yeah. And the biggest problem with those people is they don't realize that without that, you'd be paying 80 to 90 bucks for a game. For a AAA game. Mm-hmm. Because those prices have been locked in for quite a while. Well, I mean, you're not entirely wrong. At the same time, we also wouldn't be getting AAA titles every, you know, for example, every year. You know? Yeah. There'd be a bit of bit of a gap between them. Like, even take Grand Theft Auto, right? Yeah, there's a there there was a nice size gap between Grand Theft Auto three and Grand Theft Well, let's take a step back on that. There was a nice long gap between Grand Theft Auto four and Grand Theft Auto five. Mm-hmm. It had DLC that was added after the fact. Though the main game and its achievements alluded to DL- the DLC, which was interesting. Um, I mean, Red Dead Redemption's another one. Like, I mean, we got DLC for that, um, and majority of it was for its online mode. You know, mm-hmm. it's. And that was back before the microtransactions and all the other stuff. So, but to access certain, you know, well, they're technically, I, if I'm not mistaken, you had to purchase the DLC. Um, let me, let me just, because he had uh, some of it, like you had the wires and was it uh, Undead Nightmare? I know you had to buy that because that was essentially an expansion side story thing. But like Outlaws to the end, 
was that? That was the first DLC that was released. I think that was free. But like, you know, it, was, uh, it added co-op missions and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Legend and Killers uh, was another one. That one was a $10 pack. And it was... <clears throat> it added nine new multiplayer maps, eight new multiplayer playable characters. Um... And one new weapon. Like, and everything, all the DLC for the game fucking really affected the multiplayer. I'm happy we're not getting that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, especially in games like, like Grand Theft Auto, because, I mean, if we didn't have the microtransactions, this is the model of DLC that would be needed to sustain Grand Theft Auto Outline. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, a $10 DLC pack. Like, really? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you had... What was it? The big packs were... Legends and Killers, Outlaws to the End, and I think Liars and Cheats. Yeah, Liars and Cheats, which... Uh, Added multiplayer poker and liar's dice. Uh, added horse races. This is GTA or this? No, this is a uh, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, okay. I you blank you you blanked out there for a second. Yeah. Well, no, because you you just mentioned something about GTA, and then this I, I we, guess it... this is if basically they didn't have shark cards. These are the kinds of things that yeah. you can Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I got confused there. Yeah. Uh, explosive, oh. explosive rifle, which... Uh, uh, new weapon with its own new single-player and multiplayer challenges. So you would get this pack. It would give you that rifle for both single and multiplayer. Uh, seven new gang hideouts. Four new hunting grounds. Stronghold competitive mode, like mm-hmm. it's just, and it was a ten dollar pack. Like uh-huh. there was a little bit in there, but most of it was multiplayer. This multiplayer that you don't need mm-hmm. that. And I mean, Red Dead's kind of beloved. Um, Red Dead's kind of a beloved game for in, in the community, you know. Mm-hmm. The free roam pack was intended as a free DLC, uh, but due to restrictions on how many pieces of downloadable content a game could give away for free, the free roam pack content was added to the Liars and Cheat. So basically, in this DLC, there was another DLC that was supposed to be free. Oh. And that was that free roam pack added was supposed to have the the gun. The hideouts and the hunting grounds and the uh, the uh, stronghold competitive multiplayer mode and uh, posse scoring and leaderboards. Like you paid ten dollars for this now, like for mm-hmm. stuff you were supposed to be getting for free. So let's cut all that out. So this pack you're saying was going to be ten dollars for poker and liars dice, horse racing, and. 15 uh 15 multiplayer skins really that's i mean that seems a bit much to me mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I don't. I really don't even fucking know. Like, <laughs> you say what you will about shark cards in GTA five, uh, Online. Nothing is locked behind a paywall. Yeah, legit. Yeah, legit. If you if you have the time to play, you can basically get everything you want. And if you don't have the time to play, you can pick and choose the parts that you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, by the, the way, are you are you guys ready for the middle of March? What's the middle of March? What's the middle of March? Well, next week is the last drip-fed vehicle from the Doomsday update. Yep. Which usually means the next big DLC coming. Within, oh. what, usually it's uh, anywhere between two to three weeks. Yep. Oh. And factor in the fact that uh, apparently there's uh, that whole... 10th anniversary Grand Theft Auto 4 thing going around, and apparently uh-huh. a premium edition of Grand Theft Auto 5 being released. Hmm. Yeah. wonder what that's going to entail. Playable Nico in GTA 5. <laughs> what happened? I said playable Nico Bellic in GTA 5. So, that's the next DLC, which I hope not. Well, uh, Who's Nico? He is the worst protagonist in a video game ever. I wouldn't say he's okay. the worst protagonist. He's up I'm there. Gonna, he's up there, I mean, but he's not the he's worst. He's not the worst character, but as a protagonist, he is definitely not what you want out of a protagonist. In that, basically, he should not be doing all this gunfighting shit. He needs a hug and a therapy session, and here we go. <laughs> I mean, he's just got PTSD fiercely. Yeah. That's his problem. It makes it really hard to play a character like that when you're like, all my decisions are just hurting this character. What the hell? Mm. Yeah, that would be kind of hard. So it was about a week ago uh, that the that this was spotted on Amazon Germany. um, A listing for Grand Theft Auto 5 Premium Edition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was no details on what it was. Other than the Peggy rating uh, was the same as Grand Theft Auto V. Um, and it was going to cost uh, 69.95 uh, euros, which the conversion. It's a decent amount of American dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so figure about $85, $85.50, give or take, in US dollars based on current exchange rates right and that's assuming the european version and the american version are priced the same mm-hmm. yeah that's the other thing ask australians how well that works out well <laughs> yeah no you're, you're not wrong <laughs> i mean there's a thought this is basically to bring it all up to current modern standards for the uh the newest gen consoles which i could see so here is um, I'm looking at it right now on Amazon mm-hmm. on, okay. on, on Amazon Germany because yeah. Amazon Germany is the one that leaked the premium edition okay. mm-hmm. so the game right now and now mind you I'm looking at download code <clears throat> on this because then I know it's only coming from Amazon. I don't have to deal with another seller and all the other stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Sixty nine ninety nine. 
Euros. Okay. Euros, yes. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> that's uh that's kind of interesting. Do you do you think that they'll be throwing in something like the uh criminal enterprise pack or that could be. Or a shark card. Because there is the GTA five with criminal enterprise starter pack bundle, mm -hmm. which is listed on the same site. Hmm. It I mean, might be the case where it's not a bundle, maybe the case where they basically combine it into one package mm -hmm. as opposed to selling two things separately. So you buy this, you get the whole thing in one package. Well, so the the thing is it's like that well that's the way it is, where it's just like, oh hey, you get the um let me look at the PC code. Well, they don't sell the PC code. That kind of made that a little interesting. But yeah, I mean, just getting the game. Actually, the base game. Now, th this is what's funny. That Remember I said the Xbox One download code was yeah. $69.99? You can get the PC version boxed for $29.98 euros. Oh, wow. So, well, and that's sold directly through Amazon, but it takes uh, two to four weeks for you to get it. Oh, because it's, okay. Yeah, but, the box. Yeah, the box. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so what exactly, what, what kind of content can we expect? From that, you know, that's yeah. My belief with Rockstar, at the very least, is that it won't be anything you can't just get in the game anyway. Oh yeah, so no, no, absolutely. Exclusive content. Uh, so anybody listening, I'm cutting that off right here, nipping it in the bud. I don't think Rockstar, because everything I've seen from them in the past four years mm -hmm. has been all you can buy is the same cash you can farm anyway. Yeah, and I think they're going to give yourself that time. time. Right. Spending money, yeah. Time, I mean, time is money. So. All you buy is convenience. Mm -hmm. So, so I know um, a couple years back there was the whole adding a new area into the game um, element that was brought up a few times, uh, specific by um, notable leakers, mm -hmm. um, and of course, it didn't happen. So what's to say that this doesn't coincide with the release of Grand Theft Auto 4 10 years ago, mm -hmm. right? But, I mean, all right, so what I'm basically saying is I'm thinking this premium edition includes a remaster 4 or potentially an area of the game which is going to be unlocked for everybody. Mm -hmm. But because the game's it's the premium edition is only a disc divert is an, is only on disc. Hmm. So that okay. changes things for me because I'm thinking it may include things such as uh, you know basically art on the disc, you know, yeah. or music. Mm -hmm. it, it could, or even just like it, it could have even posters or something with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Basically, something that. A map, a, a map of uh, Los Santos. Yeah, he, blown up, hang on your wall. See the 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 thing is though, 
I, I don't think because they've done that already. They already did that with the special edition when the game came out. Okay. Um, so it wouldn't warrant them doing a whole another fucking seventy dollar release, you know, or seventy euro release in this case. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, it's like, <laughs> oh well, it's an, essentially that's a ninety dollar game for us, right? So let's let's kind of think about what it could what it could entail. I'm I'm kind of going with the idea that you're getting you'll get the game, you'll get the Criminal Enterprise bundle, which I mean that's a for somebody who's new to the game it is it is a valuable thing to have. I mean you don't get the best shit out of it, but whatevs. Maybe a remaster of Grand Theft Auto 4. Maybe. Um, and maybe uh, the new content that's going to be releasing preloaded on the disc. So it's one less download you have to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. That could be. So... What do you? What would you think the new content's going to be like? What, what, logically, what's the next step for Grand Theft Auto Five? I like the rumor I've heard about naval capacity because honestly, boats are freaking useless. Yeah, as much as I love the boats in the game, they don't you, you don't do much with them. We need new boats that are yep. weaponized boats, mm-hmm. naval, you know, some kind of water-based missions. We we yeah, need maybe, more sailboats beyond beyond just drive to the yacht or uh, maybe, uh, sail to, uh, or boat to the yacht whatever maybe works. another new thing kind of like the bunker or the mm-hmm. uh, you know the facility maybe on the water maybe a carrier of some sort yeah place to park your planes that'd be cool I <clears throat> yeah but then why would you have a hangar I mean or, I don't so or for <laughs> your boats maybe a marina. I can, you know what? I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so you're thinking naval, which is not a yeah. bad. I, I would not be against that at all. No. That is my honest thought. That that's the most obvious place you can go. Another thing I'd like. It's never going to happen. Rockstar has actually said it's never going to happen, but Rockstar has reversed their minds on things before. I want to see the ability to play the biggest gang in Los Santos that we haven't yet, that being the cops. Yeah. Oh, to play as cops? Uh-huh. New cops versus criminals modes. Yeah. The ability to, to buy and trick out police cars. Mm-hmm. The ability to own a police motorcycle. That would be... I'm sorry, be nice. I want that motorcycle. I've, I've run it in a few of the... Uh, one, exactly one of the missions for the motorcycle club uh, and I want that. Yeah. Because that's fun to drive just because I can't. Yeah. But- I I think that maybe we might see and this kind of goes with the naval stuff. Mm-hmm. Um we maybe we maybe we'll see uh import export part two uh that deals with boats. Mm-hmm. Um there's always that uh um not a hipster two that that was mm-hmm. supposed that we were supposed to get, but we got Doomsday instead. Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. Complaining. <clears throat> um, yeah. which would, yeah. I mean, I want, I want to own a nightclub. 
That'd be cool. I want to own yeah. a nightclub or a dive bar or both. Um, I think we, I, I think we might go with the hipster route. Um, as opposed to, because ever because people want mansions, you know. Yeah, yeah. I would love to own a mansion. People, especially want if you mansions. could put like, weapons and turrets on the thing to shoot down helicopters and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yacht. Yeah, I mean, it's just people want that. That's something we'll probably end up seeing because Rockstar said that just because Red Dead's coming out in October doesn't mean that they're not going to continue to update Grand Theft Auto. And why would they? It's their moneymaker. Well, I mean, that's, that, that's a fact. It makes more money than anything else they've ever had. And people complain about it going, you know, well, that's because of shark Yeah, it's because of shark But that gives us a good game to play. Yeah, 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 still. Like, who cares if it's because of shark cards? And, and I'll go on the record saying that I believe that six months after console launch... We'll see it on P- we'll see Red Dead on PC. I would not mind that. Because unlike Red uh, Red Dead 1, the reason why Red Dead 1 never got well, I let me rephrase that. The reason why Red Dead Redemption never made it to console, I mean to uh PC was because the console code was so fucked. <clears throat> um apparently a lot of the stuff was thrown thrown last minute together and packaged. <clears throat> So it made it very, mm. for them to port it, quote unquote, to PC, they would have to rebuild the entire game. Ooh, wow. But because I have to believe they learned from that. Because Xbox and PS4 architecture is very much like PC architecture now, mm-hmm. makes porting it a lot easier. Yep. So. I mean, that's why we've been seeing things in, in PS3, uh, PS4 and Xbox games uh, that we never saw before, mm-hmm. um, such as, and I'm not even talking about like, oh, well, this is a cool thing that's in the game. I'm talking like in, in the options, like up until the Xbox, I don't remember seeing an FOV slider on a console game. I, I saw a ton in, in PC games. Um. Being able to turn off things like ambient inclusion and motion blur and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You never saw that on consoles until this current console generation. So, hmm. A lot of people, when when the Xbox was announced, a lo- uh, way back when, a lot of the people were like, oh, this is just going to be Microsoft trying to make consoles more like PCs. I'm like, yeah. Which is, which is a, a great thing. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I mean, I I still think that like content wise, GTA wise, the easiest thing them for them to do right now is hipster too, mm-hmm. because then they can kind of drip out like a good bit of content till maybe the middle of summer, maybe well maybe the start of summer, you know. Hmm. Um, like even if it just gets announced in March, because there was that blue April thing, um, that was kind of leaked, which had to deal with, um, the fact that, um, which was teased to be like a naval update. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we might be getting that, you know, it's, we'll see something soon though. 
and I can't wait to see what it is because I, I don't want to say I've been playing a ton of GTA because I haven't. Not uh, recently, no. I've kind of. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of. Yeah, yeah. The back burner. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of it comes down to it's the same shit. Like, well, you know, the You know what I mean, though. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Well, I, I I know I've been having issues since. Stop bringing them up. You're making me upset, Bowen. I know I've been having issues with GTA Five since the Doomsday update, where the game will just out of nowhere go, "Nope, fuck you, we're done." Oh, that's sad. Mm. Yeah. So, and it, like it's done that to me on stream. Ah. So, and at that yeah, point, that's I'm just frustrating. like, and it's yeah. just, and it's one of those like I made sure I got my login, so I get that that 250k. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But. But other than that, it's just like, eh. Um, yeah, I haven't even I haven't even been logging in mostly because I've been house sitting. But. Yeah. But no, the. I mean, I, I hope the next update's good. They're they're probably going to do something, and they would also explain uh, the new a new DLC coming out would explain why they did the uh, the San Andreas tax refund thing earlier than yes. they usually do. Uh, because what they want you to do is have enough money, which to buy their is, deal, yeah. the, the but also the DLC. actually they want you to have enough money that you spend it, and then you kick yourself when the DLC comes out. Well, but yeah, that too. And then you go buy a shark card. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Because you hate your life and your wallet. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say they don't play games with the ideas of shark cards, mm-hmm. but you know they'll. Uh, they don't, as people on right would say, force you to buy shark cards. No, they don't. And, and I'll give you that, hands down. They do not force you to buy shark cards. Everything in, everything in online is achievable with, with a grind. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's... Everything. Without, without fail. Like, I'm still grinding on my, my uh, Shitaro, um, which is something I want. Uh I'm also I'm also grinding for uh for my lurcher because by the time I have enough money for it it'll be available again in the shop. Yep. I I'm still I'm still grinding for um freaking bunker upgrades. Yeah. I I Um, I finally did uh I I think I've got one upgrade left beyond uh mm Like outside of if I want to make it uh, my spawn point and have a, a bedroom there or whatever, okay. but um, but I've got one upgrade left to for production, like supply, yeah, production, production research, whatever. Yeah, see, I got I, mean, I, I got those updates out of the way. Like the only one I didn't touch is the security. Mm-hmm. See, and that, and so here's here's the thing, because it, it was a miscommunication error. I understand that fully, but I was sitting there and that was the security one was the only one I could afford at the time. Mm-hmm. And I asked Ballin, I'm a, I was like, I, 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 you know, I was like, so I, I, and I don't think I asked it very well. This is where part of the communication error came up, but the, anyway, the, the answer I got made me think that the security was going to help with production production absolutely it did not, not. <laughs> no it's the it only one of those that doesn't yeah and i had like 
I think I think at that point I, I so I went ahead and bought it because thinking that it was going to up my whatever and it took me down to like eight thousand. I was like, oh, yeah. that didn't actually help me. Okay. So I uh, the <laughs> I'm next go cry now. The next time I log in, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually deactivate uh, my my bunker. Mm-hmm. And uh, my but isn't my gun running isn't gun running more. Uh, it's lucrative. It's so fucking time consuming, though. Uh, I mean, what I do, I will admit, is I fill the supplies bar exactly once, mm-hmm. let it cook down, sell that, rinse and repeat. I mean, I you also... always get one vehicle that way. True. See, I mean, for me, what I want to do is I want to try to get back into the. Um, get back into the uh ceo stuff yeah that's some good stuff and the the problem i'm running into though is whenever i log in uh whenever i register as ceo or mc i get hit with all the fees yeah Yeah. bunker fees i agree with that i agree with that so so the only thing though is i would say maybe wait because i mean you just posted it earlier today it's double double on gun running cell missions. Yeah. Yeah. But then I would also be able to, I would also have to be able to play the game for more than like an hour before yeah. it crashes on me. So fair. Mm. Whereas if I can get where it doesn't crash on me and yes, I've verified the game. I've actually, I've actually uninstalled and reinstalled. Oh, wow. And it's still doing it. So hmm. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, and I mean, I was enjoying Grand Theft Auto Online. I, yeah. I, I was. That it, frankly sounds like a hardware issue. If you uninstalled and reinstalled it and it's still having the exact same issue. Mm. I'm just saying that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. It might not. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you might not be wrong. Um, but at the same time, he doesn't want to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. Because, like, I mean, so, like, no. <laughs> like, I have a bunch of other things that work fine. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? So. Well, what I'm saying is it might be something in your hardware that is clashing with something introduced into GTA's code. True. That's True. where it might come. Basically, it might be something in your exact hardware that other people aren't experiencing as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From, a, from an update in GTA. That could be the situation because any new introduced piece of code has the ability to cause the whole thing to fall down like a house of cards. Yeah, because I mean, with the Doomsday update, they did kind of reoptimize stuff, so it was running better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was going good for a little bit, and then but the thing was, I wasn't playing long sessions either. Mm. So, well, I mean. You you lasted long enough. We did because uh, we did a run of uh, the first that where we did almost. I think we did almost the we did the entire uh, first act of the Doomsday in one night. Yeah, the, yeah. the four of us. Yeah, and it it helped. And Todd and I did the that. entire first Doomsday heist. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we did, but we also I also had a crash during that. Okay, I so did not remember that, but yeah. I don't remember. Did you crash during yeah. when we did it as a mm-hmm. four group? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, because I, I remember, uh, I remember swearing and going, 
Oh, Todd's offline. Oh, uh, okay. But it was like right after a uh, mission. We had just mm-hmm. finished a mission. So it was just mm-hmm. like, all right, well, that wasn't bad. Right. But, it wasn't mid-mission. Yeah. Because if it was mid-mission, then that would have been a whole different animal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, we got through, um, I want to say it was right after the setup. Like right after the three setups were done. We did it one, well we did one mission and then, then I crashed out. Mm-hmm. So, but then yeah. after that, we were able to do the other two. That, that very well could be. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like I like how uh, this episode became very much Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I got to make a pun. I love you it. got to make a pun. And it was a pun that didn't make me groan, so. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, I also have been, uh, last night I was kind of delirious because uh, I was just so exhausted and I couldn't get any sleep. And I'm just uh-huh. tweeting pictures of uh, of stuff. So I mean, like we had um, a character with high high charisma and um, a, a warrior of more of a lawful alignment with good charisma. That's a paladin, you know. Yeah, and, that was uh, beautiful. That was beautiful. No, the beautiful one was Lilu Dallas Multiclass. That was beautiful uh, too, but yeah. that's a paladin was better. That's a paladin. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh man, I've been um uh, trying to find good memes a lot yeah. lately. You should just uh, hang out with me. Yeah, yeah. I mean honestly. Yeah. yeah. Well in uh so at, at my job I am now pretty much in charge of our social media oh, nice. for, for the store. Yeah, which is Only great. Use, use all the dankest <laughs> of memes. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know, like the I, I I'm the most technologically advanced worker there, mm-hmm. which is scary when you take into consideration that it's me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so mean, memes are concerned. There's this great one based on a uh, Japanese game called Zero Wing. You should check out. That's been floating around lately. Oh really? <laughs> I, I I feel like that's a trap. No, it's not a trap. Just. Just the way you started laughing after you 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 said it has has me a little concerned. Not gonna lie. I know there was a meme last night I I found and I I was gonna share it and then I didn't and I forget why mm-hmm. I didn't. But I saw it and I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure Ballin made this meme. <laughs> but um, for the record, for anyone listening and who doesn't remember this, the game Zero Wing is where the infamous line of gaming all your base are belong to us comes yeah. from ah uh, okay get us set us up the bomb see yeah. I, did, I didn't know this oh, yeah it has some of the best english you'll ever see yeah. in a oh, game oh god they mangled the language in the translation but yeah <clears throat> but yeah uh yeah Bolin, so the meme i saw was um Nobody wants nobody wants to play a cleric in this campaign. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Yep. That was good. 
I just, I mean, I just sat there and I chuckled to myself for Got like that. 10 minutes on that one. See, now I like, I like stuff like that where, where it's witty. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's witty. It's not just. It's not mere wordplay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there was, uh, yeah, like last night, my night consisted of looking up that and then sending, um, Corgi mix, uh, cross mix, uh, puppy pictures to, to Maury. Just so I can, get, just so I can get a reaction, because it was kind of funny. I want those pictures. Uh, and this is where I rage the entire internet by saying I'm so done with corgis. They're yeah. just everywhere. Oh, they Fair are, enough. but they're adorable. So no, no, no. But anyway, you, you <laughs> need to see the Chihuahua corgi mix that I, oh, I found. That actually oh, said that oh, sounds God. like a hellspawn. It kind of looks why like a hellspawn. Why would you mix a corgi with a rat? <laughs> and again, that's going to give me hate too. And I know it. I don't care. So bulging eyed rats. So funny enough, the body looks pure corgi. The head looks per- pure chihuahua. Oh <laughs> god, <laughs> that's horrible. That's horrible. Uh, but no, like I remember as a child, um, there was when when I lived in South Dakota. So oh, this is like first, second grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was. I, w- I was walking with a friend and uh, his big brother. And I, d- I don't remember where we were walking to, but there was a, a chihuahua in-, in one of the yards. And, j- and that's just going crazy. <laughs> and the big brother turns and-, and yells, shut up, you rat on crack. <laughs> and yeah. it's just, it's always stuck with me. It's like, <laughs> chihuahuas are rats on crack. <laughs> they are. They, they... <laughs> Direct all just... your hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm also also sick of pugs. PO box. Sorry, but I am. Do what? Sick of pugs. Yeah. They're all over too. I feel so bad for them. They're adorable, but they're no, so they're not. not healthy. They're not adorable. I think they're, they're adorable. Obvious, they're I think they're adorable. No. They I think they're cute. They um, look like someone but... smashed their face with a brick. Well, yeah, and and that's where I'm. The, they have so many breathing problems, and so you, they they have so many health problems. Yeah. I feel so bad for them, but I also do think they're cute. They're the dog equivalent of Persian cats. Yeah. The the uh, was it the the way that the whole corgi thing started mm-hmm. was Maury mentioned uh, that she wants to get a corgi husky mix. Those are so gorgeous. Oh my goodness. I love Corgi Husky mix- mixes and I love Corgi German Shepherd mixes. They just look like miniature versions of the actual. <laughs> it's terrific. It's adorable. So, I mean. I mean, if I'm going to get a husky, I want one big enough I can grind. <laughs> I mean, yes. But. So we want a horse sized husky. Gotcha. Well, I mean, if you, want, if you want a dog that big, get an Irish wolfhound. Uh, or huskies Marima. and German Shepherds are the only two dog breeds I really love. Because mm-hmm. I have this problem of, I have to be able to look into a dog's eyes and see a glimmer of intelligence to be able to trust them. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that being said, you should look up um, Marimas are wonderful dogs. Um, I the, the picture that I sent in um, our critters uh, section... The mm-hmm. little puppy that is that is a Marima puppy. Um, they're really good livestock guardian dogs. Um, so like if you if if someone's got like sheep or 
Because um, Bolin has tons of sheep in his. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying that Bolin should get a Marima. I'm just saying he should look at them. As far as like the the intelligence and the eyes and everything, they're gorgeous, and they they're the such I really smart see that, yeah. dogs. I can't see that in a picture. The problem. Yeah, to that's to look fair. Into the animal's eyes. That's fair. That's fair. As they're looking at you. See, you know how you you remedy this situation. You come visit me. No, you get cats. <laughs> Because well, you don't it. even have to look them in the eyes no, to know no, that they're intelligent. Yeah. You, just, you just know the cat's smart. Yeah. I got to spend oh, the to. last week with four cats. Of course, there was three dogs, too. But I will say not all cats are smart. I no. have a pair of cats who are terminally stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just... They were just morons. But, they it's, were but it's the morons. law of averages. I mean... yeah. yeah. Like, eventually you're going to find a dumb cat. Yeah. Much like occasionally you'll find a smart dog. Direct yeah. all your hate exactly. comments at... <laughs> yeah. uh, you're going to hear it from Storms, man. Yeah. No, I'll say I think most dogs are dumb as dirt. That's yeah. just that's my opinion. I mean, that's, I, I, that's based on everything I've seen of dogs. Is yeah. all I, mean, I, I, I personally disagree, but... Well, the thing is, I base intelligence around... Generally, like problem solving and independence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dogs are not very independent. They are literally the basic nature has designed them to be codependent. Yeah, yeah. That's why they look at humans as a, you look at a cat. Those sons of bitches are independent. Yeah. If it weren't for food and litter, they wouldn't need you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and argu- let you know it. Yeah. And arguably, when it comes to food and litter, they really don't even need that. No. Uh, hell, when it comes to food, they will bring food to you to go, why aren't you hunting like this? Yeah. I put it in your shoe. It'll be easier for you to find. <laughs> yeah. I got a little hungry, so you're only getting half. But an ass end is still an end. <laughs> you know, speaking of cats, I mean, there was a major cat-themed production out yeah. recently that I kind of. I was wondering how we were going to segue into it. <laughs> I was just like, we have veered, yes, sharply. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, we have. But I picked my moment and I took it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's a good job. Well, I mean, it's back on Broadway, right? <laughs> okay, so here's the thing: I love musicals. I no. mean. <laughs> but, but the the musical cats hell no i can't stand that musical why i don't know what it, i don't know what it is but like mm-hmm. i went and i, I tried to because I, lo- I love watching musicals live we have a uh live open air theater mm-hmm. um just um 30 45 minutes away from here um and my mom and i went to go see cats we left like partway through. We've only ever done that for one other uh, play, and uh, that was because it was it was kind of it's kind of it, I can't remember what play it was, but it was very the first act of it was very rapey. Um, just like in subtext and everything, mm-hmm. and so we left at. We were just like at the half time, half point mark. We kind of looked at each other. We're like, no. 
I'm sorry. I heard halftime, and now I'm picturing your a halftime show. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. No, intermission. Intermission is yeah. the word that I was looking yes, for. Yes, it is. Um, so, tired. For those of you who keep me scored home, Ray loves musicals, loves cats, hates the musical cats. Yeah. Yep. No, I mean, <laughs> for some reason, combining the two is yeah. just bad news bears. Um, you like like beets and mayonnaise. You combine the two and... It's, it's disgusting. <laughs> um but but yeah no i hated hated that musical anyway back to uh black panther (laughs) yeah yeah so black panther so yeah black panther came out two weeks ago now week and a half yeah Uh, eh, give or take yeah about a week and a half by the time you're listening to this it'll be 12 days Yeah. yeah um so the elephant in the room on this movie. Pretty sure there's a Rios. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I I personally enjoyed the film. I, I thought it was well done. Yes. It was well cast. Mm-hmm. Um, I took issue with a lot of the technical stuff, technical elements of it. Um, camera angles that were used, for example. Okay. The overuse of wide shots to, to showcase Wakanda, which, don't get me wrong, it's a beautiful, it was a very beautiful look, mm-hmm. but it was too much of a good thing. Okay. Um, we didn't need all these fucking massive wide shots. I, I loved the little sequence when they were going through the Wakandan market, so to speak. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. if we had more of a little inter- intimate feel in there, then that would have been good. The other issues I had with the movie was based on the audience that was in the theater with me. Uh, so. Which is a very personal issue. I mean, yeah, yeah like the movie. Is no, well, not entirely wrong, but we had uh, a lot of people that didn't that were only seeing it because uh, it was a black su- superhero, and um, so when they mentioned things like. Um, like uh civil war event and everything like that that happened Mm -hmm. uh they were just like what the fuck are they talking about Uh um also every white person that was on screen got booed that's unfortunate yes it is like martin freed martin freeman like there's a little scene where uh where he basically gets barked at, which mm-hmm. which is terrific. Yeah. Hootie, yeah, yeah, who, yeah. When he when that when that happens, that was every time he was on screen before that scene, uh. Uh, including people saying some comments such as, "Why is he in our movie?" Now I'm going to contrast that with an observation I made. Mm-hmm. And that is Marvel managed to do something that no other film I have ever seen managed to do with a, basically, and that is to make African history and culture a mainstream movie. Mm-hmm. Now, no, there I'll, may be I'll others that. that, but what my point is they completely missed the point, these people. Yeah. Yes. They do not speak for Marvel. They do, certainly do not speak for the filmmakers. Yep. So... 
No. As another example, I mean, I saw uh, uh, you know, one comment about basically how uh, you know, um, uh, Martin Freeman's character was in there, so you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, basically, so a white person could save the day, and I'm like, you realize he was first of all a helping them, basically as repayment for the fact they saved him. Yeah, and B. Basically, he did not steal the scene in any way during that. Basically, no. He was just, he was not doing any of the fighting. He was helping take out some of the uh, the ships heading out. Yeah. That's about it. So it, it was the fact that he was a pilot and yeah, everyone right. else was right. being total badass. Yeah. <laughs> it follows along with the Everyone else was busy being yeah. awesome. He had to pilot. It follows the theme of the movie, which is we are yeah. all one people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which sadly, I think, was lost on a lot of audiences. I mean, I also saw someone say that the point is that this is, this is from the opposite side of what Todd uh, was experiencing in mm-hmm. the far opposite direction, in that there were some people of paler complexion who made the observation, oh, well, this movie is all about how white people are bad. First of all, I'll redirect you back to the Martin Freeman point. Yeah. And the only person who was saying that white people are bad was the villain. Yeah. You're not supposed to sympathize with the villain. That's not the viewpoint the movie's espousing. So the other thing, and at least in, in the screening I went to, um, the audience was way more behind Killmonger mm-hmm. than T'Challa. That, that doesn't is, surprise me at all. Based which on, is, again, uh, missing the point. And one would say, no pun intended, comically missing the point in this situation. They, I mean, they, it was the, the very militant nature of Killmonger mm-hmm. they loved. We're just like, let's just arm everybody so we can get rid of the white invaders. And it's like, come on. Yeah. And they're cheering that shit. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This is the villain of the goddamn movie. Right. Like, now... There is an interesting political subtext in Black Panther that many people might have missed. I, I only discovered this recently. It's just a, it might not have been intended. Mm-hmm. It almost certainly wasn't intended. But so we have a story of basically two uh, people from the same ideology, basically completely different ways of going about it. One who basically wants to uh, you know keep, have his country keep to itself, mm-hmm. not. Know, take their ideology to the outside world, not you know uh, go beyond their borders. And the other one who basically wants to spread that ideology all over the world and effectively conquer the world through their ideology. Mm-hmm. The people I'm talking about are Joseph Stalin and Leon Trotsky. Yeah. This is Soviet communism. Stalin wanted to keep uh, communist Russia as communist Russia, not extend beyond the borders. Just turtle build the walls, stay inside. Trotsky wanted to spread his word all over the planet and make communism a worldwide thing. I think it's funny as hell that, and I know they didn't intend this, but I think it's funny as hell it made playing the Black Panther somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so, just, I found that amusing. I just, I mean, as I said, I, I, I enjoyed the film, and yes. other than other than the, the audience being as disruptive as they were, mm-hmm. um, and disrespectful as they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would recommend people to go out and see it. Oh, yeah, just because I had a bad experience in a theater 
opening weekend doesn't mean that everybody is going to get that kind of audience participation, so to speak. Right. And um, it is an amazing film, and the people seem to know this because, okay, where I live, movies are not popular. Mm-hmm. We will typically go to see a movie the Monday after it gets released. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right at the tail end of opening weekend. Most films we go to see, there are maybe six people in the theater with us. This one, there were maybe six empty seats. Two of which we were next to you. 10 a.m. on a Monday. So, I mean, that's yeah. significant. I mean, oh, yeah. it was nearly full on the early Monday morning viewing. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. It, it absolutely is. I mean, I'm I'm happy that I'm happy that this movie came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I'm. It, it told a good story. It's mm-hmm. probably one of Marvel's most engaging films. Um, that didn't have a comedic tone to it. Because mm-hmm. I mean, Guardians was very, <clears throat> very engaging, but yeah. uh, had a. Had a heavy comedic tone to it. I mean, what, what's going to happen when you have fucking <laughs> yeah, Chris Patton I mean, something, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Black Panther hit everything I wanted in in a um, in a Marvel movie. The backstory was long enough; it wasn't too long. It got us the information mm-hmm. we needed without going overboard. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I feel they've only been able to do two other times with origin stories. Uh, one of which was Captain America, the first Avenger, because we mm-hmm. needed to know all that. Mm-hmm. Yes. The other one was uh, Doctor Strange, which you had to know about how disparate he ended up getting to actually yeah. do this. Right. You know. Um, I mean, we didn't get a I mean, we didn't get a Spider Man origin, which I was happy about. Yeah. Because um, we don't need he one. Handled it beautifully. Yeah. I mean, he, they gave you a couple of lines in the movie, and that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But Black Panther, you had to understand their culture. You had mm-hmm. to understand the, the way that their, their country worked. Yeah. Um, for the most part. You had to also understand the heart-shaped herb and mm-hmm. the importance of it. Um, you had to know about the other tribes. Yep. Um, you had to know about the, the, the I was going to say the uh, Manape, but I mean. M'Baku. M'Baku, yeah. So, so really here's, here's the thing, and I don't know if it's just because I'm slow. Um, it took me forever to realize that M'Baku was supposed to be Manape, Manape or as we yeah. called him in Marvel Heroes, Manape. Uh, yeah. It, because it, we it had wasn't for everything. Yeah, yeah, we did the champagne room mayonnaise. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it, it wasn't until like when they when they went to him to you know to give him the 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 herb, mm-hmm. and then I was like, wait, that's supposed to be manate. <laughs> he is not nearly offensive. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah, because they didn't call him manate. Well, because yeah. they didn't call him manate. That's I mean- true. That's true. But uh, it, it was just like, well, but I mean, the, the fact that because in, in the game and I, I'm assuming in the comics and everything, mm-hmm. too, he, he was very I mean, he was a, a black guy in a gorilla suit. Yeah, which was suit. 
Yeah, which is kind of offensive. It, yeah. And, and, and in fact, the reason game, why it was not called Man Ape in the movie was specifically that reason. Because yeah. it was, a, yeah. Yeah. But, but you no, know, it just, it didn't, it didn't click for me. And it wasn't even like when they first went in and you see the big gorilla holding up the, yeah. the I was just like, okay, that's, that's, that's cool. And, you know, I'm realizing, oh yeah, this is where it, it was when they offered him the herb and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At, at that point I was like, oh, that's, oh, I realized that the moment he came out in the gorilla mask you know what i'm and i'm yeah. sure most people that are familiar yeah. with the comics did or the game it just which the i know game. you've never played yeah <laughs> it just it just didn't click <clears throat> for me until until that point i was like oh because was it I, I well and i didn't realize that that man ape was connected to oh yeah uh I, I just knew he was an offensive character in the game. No, he is pretty much the uh, Red Skull to Black Panther's Captain America. Uh, which I, I can understand that now. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but like, going in without that, that comic, with only, you know, the very minimum mm-hmm. game-related uh, knowledge of characters, it, it took me a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh... Manape is to Black Panther what Bullseye is to Daredevil. Yes. In a sense. Mm-hmm. And actually, the best analogy I can think of where he was what uh, Sabretooth is to Wolverine. Yeah, no, actually, that's mm-hmm. a way better one. That is a way yeah. better one. He's almost the same kind of character. Mm-hmm. He's just far more brutal, far mm-hmm. more vicious. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why him giggling at the vegetarian joke was such a beautiful that, thing. Oh my gosh, I loved that vegetarian joke. Oh, that I was mean, it totally wonderful. It was beautiful. Oh, it was so great. It for was record, so great. For everyone listening, for the record, as of this moment, Black Panther has grossed more domestically than any Marvel movie not named Marvel's The Avengers. Yeah. Mm. It is the second highest grossing Marvel film. That's today. awesome. It is. Awesome. I mean, it looks like it's going to make at least a billion worldwide. Shit. Nice. Nice. It was such a good... It was such a good... It is. The- like, so, my mom only likes... I mean, my, my, my mom watches some the, the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. but the only ones that she's really, like, been gung-ho about has been um, Captain America. The, the, the ones that are Captain America. Yeah. Which uh, all of them were awesome, so... Yeah. Yes. Um... I she and she hasn't seen Black Panther yet, but I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure she's gonna love Black Panther as much mm-hmm. as she loved Captain America. Yeah. Partially because mm-hmm. I, I think it had the fewest uh, obscenities that I've ever seen yeah. in a Marvel movie. Um, no need for Captain outs- outside of Captain America yeah. language. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I mean, because I think I think there was um, the flip off, and then uh, I think the word "ass" might have got thrown in a few times by Killmonger. Other than that, they might they may have said hell. Yeah. But there, there that was like as far as the uh, obscenity, and that, that's a big thing for my mom. So, 
I'm just going to take. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I was. Um, I was just. You go with your point because mine can. Mine can wait. Well, I'm just dropping in a moment to say. They need to give Andy Circus more movies. Yes. He was fantastic as Claw. Yeah, I I, I was upset that they they killed him off. Killed him. Mm. But um, they need to do that to show that Killmonger was serious. Yet yeah, not blah, 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 I blah. see the. I think that because Marvel has always had this issue with with villains in the in mm-hmm. the first movie in a series in a series they typically kill off the villain yeah mm-hmm. i mean iron monger we had that mm-hmm. um the destroyer sure they had to kill him <laughs> well fair enough um the uh destroyer armor there was that uh arguably you can say red skull was technically killed off he was removed from continuity. Yeah, least. yeah, mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah, um, it's a possibility of bringing him back. Yeah, there's there a slight possibility of bringing him back. Um, <clears throat> Ronan, they they got rid of. Yep. I mean, if you if you look at all the firsts, like they typically kill the villain. Mm-hmm. In recent memory, um, like. They didn't do it to um, the Vulture, which I was thrilled about. Yes. Mm. He knocked it out of the park. So oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. They didn't do it to him. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, Yellow Jacket got killed. Mm-hmm. I mean, is Spider-Man the only one that hasn't killed their, their, the villain in their first movie? I think so. I believe so. Except for Cap, because Cap, it's like kind of a gray area. Yeah, that, that whole red yeah. kind of... And even, um, and you know what? For the, for the most part, Thor didn't because we still have Loki. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. That's true. We do still have Loki. Yeah. But they also kind of they had to kill. They had to destroy something, so they had to kill the destroyer armor. So, yeah. which might have been useful <laughs> coming up into yeah. the Infinity War. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, Hindsight. Yeah. But you know, we still haven't seen the last stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was it was good that it wasn't in Black Panther, yeah, because there was a lot going on there, and it might be in Wakanda for all mm-hmm. we it, it still might be, yeah, it still very might well be. Um, it sure as hell isn't going to be an Ant Man, <laughs> yeah, which I'm desperate to see, yeah, oh, I'm so ready. But we got, I mean, it might be tied with the vibranium, it might be, it could be, yeah. Um, I mean, because that came that came down with a me- as a in a meteor in a meteor, yeah. So I mean, it's it's very possible that somewhere within there is like the vibranium could even uh, have bit tried to be a um, containment, sure. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, containment for for the the final stone. Yeah. I mean, um, that's uh, possible. A material, material that can absorb all uh, vibration, thus kinetic energy, would yeah. be great at keeping things people out of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's that. Definitely and possible. We know that based on based on the comics anyway. A lot of people died in the Infinity Gauntlet arc. <laughs> oh god. Uh half the universe at one point. Yeah. 
So what I'm hearing is when I go see what the Infinity War, I better be braced to cry. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <sighs> yep. Um, I, I, I'm just gonna say this, and this is not so much a spoiler as a prognosticated guess, but given that Chris Evans is running out of his contract, no, and Chris given Evans. that, and given that they're uh, priming Bucky, yeah. No. I'm just saying. No. I say that I say they got to give the shield to um, to John Bernthal. <laughs> oh, Punisher's God. War Journal. I have a vibranium <laughs> shield now. It's good at deflecting bullets, but it doesn't deflect mine when I shoot over it. It's terrific. There is an Elseworlds where he became Cap. Yeah. Yes, it is. Mm. Legitimately Cap. Elseworlds. Mm. Oh, what if? Elseworlds is DC. They don't yeah. do these anymore, which is sad. Yeah. Uh, uh, much like there was a, um, there was that arc. Uh, actually, I think it was in Battle World, uh, the Battle World arc where we had um, Punisher uh, uh, inhabited by the spirit of Doctor Strange. Yeah. And, and then there was that weird time where he wore a variation on a Captain America costume. Yeah. As Punisher, yeah, that was a little bizarre. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> that was, but that was right after uh, Cap got killed, and he was kind of yeah. doing it because there was no Captain America, and he felt yeah, that he was okay. the only person that could do the job properly. So, because I mean, I you had two that. super violent <laughs> people. You had the Punisher, and you had the Winter Soldier. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they both were in the line. Neither of those be- sound like good options. <laughs> I mean, I'd much rather have the Punisher's cap. At least, you know, he might be crazy, but he doesn't uh, have, you know, uh, Manchurian candidate uh, conditioning yeah. going on. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but the... Nobody's going to be able to whip out a Russian phrase book and take him over. <laughs> so, I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're talking Black Panther. We're not going into super specifics because, you know, there are people that haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Except I guess we, we kind of... We spoiled a little bit. And we spoiled a, bit. a little you bit. Knew, you knew the yeah. villains were going to die. Yeah. yeah. Standard thing. So, considering those that, that those cats are out of the bag... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Ew. <laughs> the movie was definitely declawed. Um, Ray is furious at you right now. <laughs> oh my... <laughs> Uh, are you sure? Uh, <laughs> that was beautiful. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> that was great. Wait, no, that, that was that was the next the the next step. Was I, 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 I buzz ready and whisked away. Oh. Uh, <sighs> uh, but um. Okay, that Kale's head name. But given the way that Black Panther ended, where do they go from here? I mean, what did they do now? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get one more. But no, I, I have to agree. There, there needs to be a Black Panther 2. Mm-hmm. Because money will demand that. It's yeah. already been in the works. Yep. But even if it weren't, money would demand that. And I can't argue with that idea. Because 
This movie's going to make over... It's already the 22nd all-time top domestic box office movie. It's in its second week. Yeah. yeah. You know there's going to be a sequel. Yep. So... Yeah. And it didn't have drop-off like Batman v Superman either. Because <laughs> remember when Batman oh. v Superman did like super amazing numbers its first week, and then the next week I think like it only did like $2 million or something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was just like... <laughs> something here. Um, yeah. But the problem is it's like you've killed off your villains. Uh, mm-hmm. He Panther does not have a large gallery of villains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mostly because a lot of comics readers don't care about them, unfortunately. Although I think that's going to change now. Oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the biggest, the biggest, <clears throat> way, the biggest thing I see is, and I've seen, the, I've seen some names thrown around. Like some people are talking about uh, Malice, and it's like they're not going to go that route. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to go Malice yet. Um, that's probably like if they do that, that'll probably be in a third film. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we can have. Um, a whole movie about the dispute between T'Challa and Mbaku. Mm-hmm. But to do that properly, you would actually have to have him feast on the great white gorilla to get it yeah. to get the power, mm-hmm. and then he would have to throw on the pelt. So, and then we have Manape. So, and you know yeah. that is not going to happen. No. I was going to say that's going to run too close to. I, it, Unless they he wore the pelt as a cape instead of a full body adornment. Yeah, no, like yeah. he kind of wears it like a trophy type thing. Yeah, but without pulling the hood up over his head and mm-hmm. looking ridiculous. Yeah. <clears throat> but then there were two that kind of stuck out to me, and one of them I can tell you right now, there is like a ninety percent chance this will not happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was Craven the Hunter. Yeah. Because and while the they have sh- white guy hunting down a black guy, <laughs> oh, not necessarily. That's not <laughs> the big reason why it wouldn't happen. The big reason why it wouldn't happen because I think they could tell a very compelling story. Yeah. On why he's <clears throat> there and now he's he's hunting the Black Panther. You know. Yeah. They could tell a compelling story on why that that would be the case. Oh yeah. The oh, pr- they can. Yeah. The problem is, the rights to Craven are with Sony. Yeah. They uh, were not part of the shared rights with Spider-Man, much like Venom right. wasn't. So, and actually, some well, of uh, the Rogues Gallery of Spider-Man is actually still part of Sony's <clears throat> exclusive Sony stuff. Hmm. And that well, the is always possible. It is. I mean, yeah. th- there's a discussion that can happen. And Disney has been very diplomatically gifted since they took over Marvel. Yeah. No, absolutely. The fact we had Homecoming at all is a good sign of yeah. that. Yeah. The most likely, though, is a character that, I mean, and Marvel's already brokered a deal with this studio in the past. <clears throat> And that studio isn't doing shit with this this character. Yeah, yeah, they just bought the rights. Hell, Mar- they might be able to just purchase the rights back rather than broker. Uh, they they uh, might be know. able to at this point. Yeah, but yeah. while they're at it, they might as well get the rights to the Hulk back. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'd love to see that. But yeah. Um, but what I'm referring to is Namor the Submariner, because Namor and Black Panther do have a bit of a history. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, it's more recent history, but yeah. But still, I mean, it's yeah. still recent enough that it it would it, it's still history that can be played upon. Cats don't like getting wet. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And this is how you become the king of the dead. Yeah. And Ray has no clue. Namor no. um, raised a tidal wave to flood Wakanda, killing all of its inhabitants. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I like Wakanda. Yeah, I well, like its inhabitants. Yeah, well, Namor loves I mean, Atlantis. I'm just saying. I, I mean, if not Namor, you know, what kind of villain are you going to get for Black Panther? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You, you really, you need... I mean, a, don't ask me. I haven't read the comics. You need a good villain. And I mean, arguably, they could probably create somebody, but it wouldn't be the same as using somebody from the comics that has yeah. mm-hmm. built-in okay. backstory. The other option involves post infinity stuff yeah where we brought back you know we've been able to uh you know all these people died let's bring them back because of the power of high candidate for that yeah because it's not like you can necessarily pick and choose when you're Mm -hmm. resurrecting that way yeah killmonger is not coming back after what he did there's no chance he's coming back. Claw is an opportunist and an arms dealer, and that's it. What he did is not that horrible compared to wanting to conquer the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And plus, we'd have Andy Serkis back. Yes. I, I strongly feel like that's the biggest reason, because I, I feel like I cannot be the only person who really enjoyed his performance and wants to see did more a of it. Very good job. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's so clear that whenever he's in the movie, he's just enjoying himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you can't fake that kind of enthusiasm. I mean, take my arguably, arguably my favorite scene with him. Well, two, I, there was two really fucking great scenes with him. Mm-hmm. One of them, and this is the one I'm going to go with right now, is when he's uh, tied to the chair and he's just singing. Yeah. Just something about that is terrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other one uh, is when he pulls out the bar of vibranium and he was just like, I, I just like, <laughs> it's one of those situations just like, I was going to have a bag for it, but I said, forget yeah. it. Like, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to have it in a, uh, a suitcase, a, a, suitcase, a, fa- yeah. a fancy suitcase. And uh, because just, everybody uh, does the briefcase reveal. Yeah. yeah just, just, so, just thought, why spend the money? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. he just yeah. pulls it out of his zipper. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that yeah. was great, yeah. I would like to see him come back with sound powers as opposed to equipment. Because that I, can happen. I, I honestly like him with the equipment. Versus... Oh, I do too, but I'm just saying it would make him a little closer to the comic version. Yeah, no, and I, I get that. I, I do get that very much. But I would... I, I think that personally the best thing that can happen, you bring him back as he is, Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have sonic powers or you know sonic His powers. Skin, and, no nose. <laughs> yeah, I mean he doesn't have any of that. Like it's yeah. we we get Andy Circus 
with I could live with that alone, by the way. So yeah. Yeah. So but we get that and then have him kind of I mean, he ends up working at brokering a deal or something like that, uh, with the tinkerer because the tinkerer is there for Christ's sake yeah. now, you know? I just yeah. think that there's a lot of stuff that can be done. Uh just based on that. But otherwise, I mean, there's not a lot we can do with Panther. I mean, if we don't get yeah. Namor in the next movie, then... We're going to have to look it to a different source. Yeah. I mean, it's it just, it's not going to happen. Because, I mean, you you can resurrect Claw, which, I mean, I half expected him to still be alive mm-hmm. um, at, at, at that point, you know? I ha- I kind of half expected him to be like when he was being dragged in to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Like I half expected him to be alive in that bag. Yeah. But I mean, it, that wasn't the case. Yeah. But you know, bring you know, bringing him back would be the best thing to do. Yes. Uh you'd also be able to bring back some of the other villains <clears throat> that have been um quickly disposed of. So maybe we can get the original Shocker back. <laughs> uh, I'm joking. He was horrible. He was dog shit. Uh, it would be a very interesting way to bring back the Red Skull. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, essentially for the Red Skull, you would have to do a recast anyway. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because that actor has <laughs> no, he doesn't want to do that. Like he doesn't like doing roles more than once anymore yeah. although he did say he very much enjoyed the role oh yeah he so, he absolutely enjoyed so the role if there was one he might do it would be red skull yeah so there's that because the last time he enjoyed a role and played it multiple times was when he played smith in the matrix so i mean so there's that that's mm-hmm. that's a thing. Um, I'm just gonna point this out right now. Uh, right now we're we're getting you guys are getting bonus bonus show now. So yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, we we're we're, we're we've just gone over the two hour mark, and we still oh, wow. we still have stuff to discuss. Yeah, yeah. But Black Panther is not good. <laughs> um, but no, Black Panther is very good. It's a very awesome film. You definitely. If you haven't already, go out and see it. Mm-hmm. This is one that has to be seen on the big screen because oh, yeah. I, I know it's been stated that the wide screenshots are too many, and there might have been, but they're gorgeous. No, oh, they're yeah, absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely. I'm, they are. It is not the kind of thing you want to see for the first time on a small screen. Yeah, and right. I and you know, as I said, it was just small stylistic choices that yes. I had problems with, mm-hmm. um, which was mostly like camera angles. And stuff, and um, the fact that I saw it in 2D kind of—that's another thing. If you can see it in 3D, do so. Um, because I know I had problems watching it in 2D. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. And it was just—I I watched it in—I watched it in 3D because um, yeah. my dad but, just yeah. bought those tickets. But you know, Todd is prone to motion sickness, so that may be an issue. Yeah. Well, and see, and that—that's—that's that's <laughs> my problem with 3D is that I there were a couple times where I was just kind of kind of nauseous uh because i'm also i i get carsick very yeah. easily um well i mean but well i mean my with dad th- bought the tickets so <laughs> um, 
with with me i i saw it in in 2d you guys saw uh -huh. it in 3d yes um there were two sequences specifically i will call out that i had trouble following because apparently and I, I i guess it was because it was in 2d and that was the casino sequence where it's all the action going on in the casino, mm -hmm. you know, you, you have <clears throat> all that shit going on. It was hard to follow. Um, and then when we had uh, essentially the two Black Panthers fighting each other, <laughs> it was it was hard to follow because mm -hmm. it was just one of those things like, I guess it was because the way it was lit, the fact it was in 2D, you know, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, the only way to tell them apart was the necklaces and the color of their the, the stripes basically mm -hmm. but it was just like i'm like all right well what's who's what i can't figure what you know it was that yeah. situation so and i i took issue with that but removing my displeasure of the way those were shot it was still a good film mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely but that isn't the only marvel thing that's been going on mm -hmm. Ray? Really oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I I have been watching a lot of Agents of Shield. Um, I was house sitting this week, so I've been pretty much doing nothing but binge watching. Um, so I let's see. Last week I had just gotten into season two. I you think you just started season two. I just started season two. I am on episode. I got to check because now I can't remember the number. Uh, I am almost done with episode 17 of season four. <laughs> season four. That's uh, trying to remember which one season four. Is that the one with Ghost Rider? Uh, yes. Ghost Rider was uh, the beginning. I've, I've already. And mm. so the point that I've gotten into is uh, Daisy and um simmons uh this is the first episode where they are in the um the framework the framework yes framework. i can't remember what it was called um but yes they're they they are in the framework um which is interesting it's very well, interesting, interesting this, yeah yeah um i i'm yeah now it's it's it was is definitely the uh previous episode like where they show may going in the uh, uh elevator up the uh this isn't spoilery because it's been out for exactly Say whatever you want. <laughs> um, go, may going up the elevator and the and the hydra building and uh the hydra triskelion the the, the, the <laughs> fact that, that hydra is because because oh it's just wow it's just wow um yeah. that was a great I, plot twist oh yeah oh yeah I, I was not even remotely expecting that. Um, I, at first, I thought they were all like somehow disconnected mm -hmm. because it just it didn't seem. You thought they were all in their all little little pocket of the yeah, framework. They, 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 like they all had their own story, which would have kind of made sense because I mean it was it was supposed to make each individual person happy, but. But it, I mean, that's not that's not the way it is. It's it's all connected. When it, it's just weird, really weird, uh, and it yeah. No, um, oh, yeah. 
Oh, Agents of Shield's never been weird before. It, it won't be weird after this season. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> um, I liked. I I liked um. Uh. Yep. Nope. It's gone. Ghost Rider. I did like oh. Ghost Rider. Uh, mm-hmm. the beginning. I, I like the way that they did that. It's so much better than Nicolas Cage. Um, well, not that that's hard, is. but um, and the whole the whole thing with the LM, LMDs, yeah. um, was just like mind boggling, um, and cool. Yeah, and um, make a comics fan like me very happy. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, I'm 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 going back and and looking just to refresh because I mean, as soon as there was a Shield series, I wanted LMDs to show up. They had oh, to. Okay. They had to happen. Yeah. Uh huh. And they teased that with Pat Oswalt's character. Yes. They they teased the hell out of that by having him be quadruplets. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. They the, teased the uh, hell out of that. Yeah. And um, when you're <laughs> yeah, the lanyard guy. Yeah. No, uh, k- k- how's it pronounced? Agent. I keep. So here, here's what's really bad. I keep wanting to call him Agent Keurig. <laughs> like the coffee machine. Koenig. 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 Yeah. Like Walter Koenig, the Star Trek actor. Um. Yeah, Koenig. And then the fact that they have a sister. The yeah. the the one Koenig is a, is a is a girl. I loved that. Um. But okay, so I'm going. I'm I'm jumping back to season two because I've watched a lot mm-hmm. in in the last week. Uh, so if I remember right, I was on like season six of or not season six, episode six of season two. Um, and this was all before. Yeah, that was uh, episode fractured house. Yes. Uh, Hydra agents posing as shield operatives attack and kill several world representatives, so on and mm-hmm. so forth. So, I mean, there's a yeah. lot of that anti-shield thing going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got into basically the the Inhuman yeah. uh, arc, which mm-hmm. I loved. Um, yeah. I loved the way they did that. Uh I, I got, I, I'm not going to lie, I got really sick. And the fact that Ward is in this freaking framework thing, I just, I'm so done. <laughs> I'm just so done with this guy. Like, I was annoyed with him in the first season. The second season, I was like, all right, fine. You know, we're going to, and and then freaking Hive, and I'm just like, I'm 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 just done, so done with with Grant Ward. Um, I will I will say this much: when Ward was basically rebuilding Hydra, mm-hmm. I fucking loved that shit. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was cool with that. You know, I I in season two because season two I was fine with Ward. Yeah, I I mean obviously I hated his guts because he was a terrible person, but it wasn't like the like like I said right at this point now I'm just like the the second that um. In, in season, because I'm jumping ahead again. Uh, the second in, in season four that he shows up in the bed, um, and in uh, you find out that Sky, that Daisy now Sky, um, again is uh, is dating Ward. I was just like, no, 
no, the, not this guy. But just the, let him die. But the just thing let is, him, like, let him die. So there is a without spoiling it because you haven't gotten that far yet. Mm-hmm. There's a really good reason for it. I mean, I he's he's a it. he's part of the resistance. He's a he's a double agent again. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that much. <sighs> I'm just so done with this. Guy. <laughs> I'm just so done with this guy. I just. I I thought I thought we were good at the end of season three, and then just no, he's back again. Aren't we through what? season four? So what's really yeah. is he in season five? Like no, thank God. Well, well not yet anyway. Not yet. <laughs> thank God. So let me just say there are exactly two kinds of Shield viewers. Uh-huh. The kind that uh, hate Ward and wish they'd never brought him back you know, as a mm-hmm. Hydra agent. Mm-hmm. And basically, uh, uh, but actually, no, the kind of hate Ward and it's always really interesting when they brought him back as a Hydra agent. Then there's the kind that loved Ward and got pissed that he was a double agent. Yeah. Here's the thing. In the, in the first season, I liked him. And I then he turned what? traitor, and I was like, so, I wh- why? Uh, okay, this is this is a point of discussion now. Mm-hmm. Why yes. did you? How could you like him? Um, he was as interesting as a glass of milk. I mean, that's fair. It's <laughs> fair. I I don't know. Like, I liked the way that he was kind of big brother protective yeah. of of Simmons and Fitz and of Sky. Well, I mean, he was really protective really of Fitz. Well, he was very protective. <laughs> well, okay, no, no. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to drop you in the ocean and give you brain that damage. Was, but that was after... <laughs> that That was after the point in time where I was just like, oh, this guy... That was... Yeah, that, was, was after- that happened after the betrayal. Once mm-hmm. he became interesting, yes. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, but no, I, I liked... So I, didn't, I don't know that I liked him necessarily. Yep. I liked his interaction with the other characters. Gotcha. I liked the position that he held within the team. Mm-hmm. Also, it helped that he was uh, in the first few episodes when I before I saw like other characters, he was moderately aesthetically pleasing. Fair. Um, now, now I see his face and I just groan. But <laughs> um, that, that, that might just have something to do with the fact that I'm I'm tired of him. Um, but we had a whole season without him. We did. Almost did. We almost did. <laughs> we almost had a whole season without him. Because uh, he's in he's in season three. It's Hive. That's right. In se- he's in so yeah. Which also in turn made him more interesting. Again, yes. yeah. I was I was just sick of him, and at at that point it was it was almost overplayed how upset Fitzsimmons was about word in general because they would just get like super distraught every time he showed up even when they re- you know even after they realized Kive or whatever he, they would still just get into the fucking well ocean. yes no i realize that but i don't know i just feel like they they i i, I feel like they just overplayed it i feel like they yeah. they william shattered it um don't you fucking use that word <laughs> Okay. We don't it, it, speak about the Christmas ham. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I um, but no, don't I don't like, know what you're like talking about. Over, overplayed, overacted it, honestly. Yeah. Um, but that being said, is it and and, and also I I am kind of disappointed that um, Fitz isn't stuttering as much as he was. People can recover, yeah. especially well, if you have help from people like Shield. Yeah. yeah. The, the the thing that it's just the thing that bothers me is. Uh, speech aphasia is is not. I mean, it's it's treatable, but it's not something that you can get rid of entirely. And it kind of feels like they just kind of they well, they, they played into that for a while, but I, then it just kind of like faded out. You're overlooking Shield Super Science. Yeah, that's true. That I mean, is true. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's that's a big thing. That, um, but I mean, if they had if they had even alluded to that though, then I probably would have been fine with it. The fact that they just kind of like dropped think, it and didn't t- and didn't there there was no like i don't know it just it just felt like that was something that they were trying to do to in, enhance his character which I, I adore fitz i adore fitz fitz is hands down my favorite character in this show um i'm saying they might have basically uh expected the audience to intuit that giving the flying cars the helicopters the clothes i guess i guess <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I'm. I. It could just be that I'm weird. That's, no, that's no, no. Possible. Everybody has their own thing they get stuck on. And mm-hmm. I. I. I just tend to get stuck on because, and I, it could be because I uh, studied uh, education, and um, even though I didn't actually go into um, working with students with disabilities outside of the the single class that um, we were required to have. Um, I, I really always had a soft spot for disabilities. And so like when something pops up, even in a TV show, um, I try to research and read up on it like as much as possible. Yeah. Um, and the, the fact they just kind of, glo- you know, they, they have that, that disability represented and then they just kind of, did away with it. And it, it. I don't know. It just felt, kind of felt like a slight, almost to me. It's um, but that could just that, be because I'm so. But uh, it's also possible. I guess it's also possible, though, that there are different degrees of this, and some you can get over. Just the worst ones you can't. No, that's uh, yeah. That's I mean, possible too. To use a very personal example, a few years ago, I had a stroke. Mm-hmm. Now, this is something I talk about. Not frequently, but it is something I don't make a secret about. Right. Now, a lot of people who have a stroke have an issue where like, they cannot control a side of their body. Their mm-hmm. face droops. Mm-hmm. They, they have, sometimes they're wheelchair-ridden. I am very fortunate. The worst thing I have is some loss of feeling in my hands, my arms and leg. My arm and leg, basically, on my left side. Mm-hmm. It provi- it, it, I have difficulty sleeping some nights because of this, but other than that, I escaped mostly without harm. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking it might be the same thing with this. It's possible that's, that's, you just don't hear about the smaller cases because they're treatable. That's true. That that could very well be. That that that's something I hadn't thought. Um It's also possible they didn't do their homework. Each both are equally possible. Yeah. Um okay, but yeah, so um, so, okay, uh, I remember last week you had said that this is done by a Whedon, but it's not Joss. It's Jed. 
Are you 100% sure? Yes. Mm-hmm. Joss yeah. Whedon has... He was an executive. He was an executive producer on the first season. Okay, because I I, I've seen I've just I've seen his name a few times. Yeah, credits. Um, and then also the thing that really like stands out to me is um, and it it could be his executive producerness or whatever. Um, but uh, Jai Ying, Mm -hmm. the the actress, Josh Mm -hmm. Josh Whedon has a very strong tendency to recap. Yeah, uh, people. And I, have, I, I love that. Act, I can't remember the actress's name right now, um, but I love that actress. And he has had her in, um, she was in the dollhouse, um, which is, was a good, I, I think she might, I, I didn't, I didn't watch Buffy, but I think she might've been briefly in Buffy. The thing I'm not is, sure. Even if, even if he doesn't have any official capacity, mm-hmm. it's still his brother doing the show. That's true. So it he could would, just be, yeah. "Hey, what if you did this?" And he's like, "That makes sense," and does it. You know? Yeah, yeah. That that that's true. Um, I just, I that that's just that was one thing that stood out to me. I'm like, wow, that's one. Of, that's just one of Joss's because uh, she's the only one that I and she's is the only one that I've seen so far that is a um, a. Uh, actress that um i've seen do several of joss joss whedon's um shows whatever what have you um but i i liked her but i also i i don't know the character was interesting and i think that's what she was meant to be um but she, I, I think she did a good job. Uh, kind of the character that she was supposed to play. Uh, moving yeah. into season three. Uh, that that um, Mavith place was holy crap. That which which know, place? Uh, the the alternate the other world. Uh, that oh, they went, yeah, yeah, um, where where Hive originated from, yeah, um, weird space area, yeah, yeah, and so I got very very confused mm-hmm. because, and I don't know if I, I was just like when I was watching if I just missed something, but there was a point where all of a sudden there was a scene there was a scene where. Um, Coulson and Sky were in Mavith in one of the containment units, and Sky was trying to do something with the the electrics, and it then it kind of went back to whatever you know to the mm-hmm. regular storyline, almost like a flat you know like a this is, and we're going back to how, what led up to this, I don't remember that ever getting resolved. And it could have just been that I was tired and didn't finish. And, you might have nodded off. Might've, yeah, that's the only thing I can think of, but, or not Sky, and it wasn't Sky, it was, uh, it was Daisy. Um, I, I was Spoilers, they're the same that. person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, Chloe Bennett. Chloe Bennett's fucking awesome, by the way. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. Um, I... 
I will say this now. Um, during the beginning of season one, I didn't expect them to go this route with Chloe Bennett. Mm-hmm. I I was like, oh, she's doing a good job. I don't like her, uh, her character much. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, and that was through the whole first season. And I'm just like, eh. And then, yeah, then they, her. then they threw in um, Kyle McLaughlin, mm-hmm. and the character became probably my favorite thing on the whole show. So, fair, yeah. I, 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 I love Daisy now. Yeah, absolutely. I, oh. I, I, I thought she was cool in the first season mm-hmm. because I, I have, a, I tend to have a soft spot for the real techie people. Um, so oh, I, you I, know, I, I, I absolutely loved Fitzsimmons, and I. I, I liked Scott. Mm. Um, in the first season, I thought she was the overused, you know, hacker girl stereotype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't like connect with her super well. Um, but once I, she started know, becoming an actual agent, she mm-hmm. got good. She got oh, yes, good. yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, I didn't particular. I didn't particularly care for for Lincoln. Like he was all right. Yeah, but I didn't like. I didn't ever really emotionally attached to him. Like I felt bad when he died. I was more emotionally attached to Gordon than I was Lincoln. Which one was Gordon? The the guy with no eyes. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, I did. I, I yeah. Lincoln was oh, okay. No, I just can't see that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Lincoln, Lincoln was okay, but mm-hmm. I just, I didn't, I, I felt bad when he died, but only because Daisy. Yeah. <laughs> um, see. So there is I, something I that I, I do have to address, and I'm not sure if you knew this. No, Bolin mm-hmm. did. So uh, Bobby and Hunter were supposed to have their own spinoff series. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why they were written off the show. Yep. They needed to make nice. a and then I cried. <laughs> No. I cried so hard. Of course, now the actress is on the Orville, so there is no chance. Ah, uh, yeah. That that's kind of sad that they're not getting their spin- that they're not get they're not yeah. doing that spinoff. Like, I I liked I liked Bobby and Hunter. Yeah, a lot. They I had mean, actual chemistry. Yeah, yeah. Um. Also, Adrian Palicki, who played uh, Bobby, is just. In addition to being an amazing actress, she's stunningly beautiful. Oh, mm-hmm. she is. She is gorgeous. She has the best smile, first mm-hmm. of all. Yeah. So here's yeah no. Here's something I uh, I, I find interesting. So season uh, like with with Agents of Shield season one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have basically a a front half story, and then you have like the back back half, which is great. Hmm. Season four kind of flipped that. <laughs> really? You know? Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, you see, uh, and this is a slight spoiler for you, Ray. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, no, wait, hold on. You've, you've already gotten to that point, so it's not. So season three was broken down into three parts, like three stories, like they, they one big season, obviously, but mm-hmm. yeah. you had the... Three arcs. Yeah, you had the... Ghost Rider part of the season season. You had the LMD version part of the season. 
mm-hmm. then you have the Agents of Hydra part of the season. Yeah. So. Oh and, man, when I saw that opening. The Agents of Hydra, yeah. <sighs> Love it. Love it. Um. But yeah. Uh. So. I liked I liked Bobby and Matt. Uh, Bobby and Hunter. Mm-hmm. I also really liked Bobby and Mac. Mac, like, what did I tell you? I, Mac is amazing. I love Mac. Oh my gosh! But I'm not gonna lie. So, he, he, here's the thing about me with fandom. Mm-hmm. I am a multi shipper. Like, oh. uh, so so basically, um, I I am capable. I'm not one of those. Um, these two people Once have to be. Yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, I have I have pairings that I prefer, and mm-hmm. I call them my OTPs. But I'm also fine with. Other than, well, no, I can't, I can't say that because of what I'm about to say. Um, but so, so I, I, I am a multi shipper, and one of the first things that came in season two. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm making sure. I think it's. When when does Mac first show up in season two? Uh, I think so. I think he shows okay, up yes. about the same time as Triplet does. Yes. Um, Which you can cry now. I'm just gonna say I like Trip more than I like Mac. That's you, know, you like Mac Trip who more than who? More than Mac. I I don't know. Like I'm not. I'm just not crazy about Mac. That's just me. I I don't think it because I'm I'm so here's the thing, oh okay yes yes okay I I couldn't remember who Trip was, and now you remember and now and and now, yeah now, now I just I, I just saw him and I'm like oh crap that oh that was awful that was another point where I cried in this um in this series so, I, I cried when Hunter and um but anyway Bobby left yeah yeah um and they were playing a bus. I one thing you guys uh, listening or watching the Twitch archive don't know is um, we like Ray's been keeping us up to date uh, while watching. Mm-hmm. So like, our the chat will just be like, it'll be out of nowhere, and it just be like, no trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I provide no context. It's like, it's, a con- like- it's like watching the series again condensed down. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting the highlights. We honestly I think I think one thing you got to do sometime Ray is mm-hmm. live tweet a series you're watching. Oh, that would be yeah. just with like n- like no context. Mm-hmm. Like and I'm not saying like watch each ep- like binge watch each episode and live tweet during like that entire run. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is like just every now and then you pop an episode on, you just start live tweeting it. You don't let anybody know that you're doing it and just hope yeah. they figure it out. <laughs> so, okay, and it's, it's, it's hilarious that you say that because, um, so, after last week when you basically said that my homework was to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and that yep. we were going to do this here, mm-hmm. I, for the, for the first bit, yeah. um, I actually uh, was taking notes. Like, Stream of conscious 
You were you were uh, taking notes like you were planning a planning a heist. Gotcha. Basically, yeah, <laughs> basically, and I mean it was very much it was very much stream of, and I'll I'll share this with you guys because um, but I'll, I'll show you this with this later. Um, but no, I have just I have like a, so from episode twelve. Um, what the heckity hacker Mac and Bobby up to? Uh, Sky baby, don't be afraid of your par- of your powers. Embrace them. Uh, <laughs> you want to say parents? I did because so what the that's someone legitimately be afraid of. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'd but, be scared so, of okay, Mr. So, Hyde. Shit. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but the reason Your I almost said parents is great either. No, yeah, fair really enough. Wasn't. Um, <laughs> then I'm like, uh, uh, Simmons, stop being a bitch. <laughs> Because that was that was when they first found out, or you know, when when they were first finding out about the Inhumans or whatever. It was episode twelve. Um, uh, Raina looks scary at AF. <laughs> Is that mm-hmm. in your notes? Uh, no, actually. Mm. Um, oh, I, I, then I had um, y'all are alienating her. This is a bad idea. This is how villains happen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fitz is going to be the only one that's going to be in her good graces if things go tits up. <laughs> um, oh, and, and so I only referred to to Mr. Hyde, um, to, to Daisy's dad. I called him Daddy Dearest. <laughs> my Anytime yeah, I mention him, it's just Daddy Dearest. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I, I like what they did with that character very mm-hmm. much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They did. They did a good job with that. I was just um, a little that he never became a hide. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they got to a certain point and it was just like, yeah. pull the trigger any second now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I would have... Honestly, I would not be surprised if um, they didn't do it because they, at a certain point, planned to have him in another season. Mm. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's how it kind of felt to me. Yeah, where like well, I know they kind of they kind of dropped him to um, future Seer's <clears> wife <throat> and daughter um, in the very beginning of season four mm. when um, because uh, when she's thinking um, or maybe it was the very the last episode three anyway um, where Daisy has left Shield at that point. Um, and she's talking to the mom and daughter and, uh, she brought them, she she had them like right by the veterinary clinic that, uh, or that, uh, daddy dearest was at. Um, and cause she had said that she wanted them to meet basically. Cause that was, that was, um, she referred to, she, she talked to the little girl about there was the guy that. Um, that's why she had him there was because he liked the animals or, you know, something like that. I don't remember exactly how it went, but, um, so I mean, they, they could still do more with that. I feel like. Oh yeah. No, possible. absolutely. Um, and that isn't but, even me like alluding to anything either. So yeah. don't, don't yeah. worry. Okay. <laughs> um, but the, the tangent that, that streamed off of was, um, we're talking about multi-shipping. Um, and I have it in my notes. And Mac, and Mac yes. I, I have it in my notes, and it's like, is it bad that I kind of ship Mac and, Mac and Fitz? No. 
Like I'm, I'm all about the Fitzsimmons. They were a great bromance. Oh, they were. And I loved that Mac was the only, cause that, that at that point in time, uh, that was when um, season two, mid, mid season two was when Fitz really had that real, the, the speech aphasia really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mac was the only one that was, not he wasn't trying to finish his sentences yeah and he wasn't you know trying to fill in he was just like okay uh, i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna listen until you get it and, and until you find a way to tell me what you want and and then it just kind of like it, it just built from there i love well then the, they played video games together that too yeah that too um i have yet to i have yet to find a fan fiction on uh, ao3 yet that is um mac and fitz though i'm kind of sad <laughs> i I'm, I'm sure there's one out there but i have my opinions on why but okay <laughs> i've already said my opinion that's because you don't like mac right yeah um and, and mac yeah, and ward would be interesting so oh gosh no <laughs> i'm so sick of that guy <laughs> Please well, no. I just typed I in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan fiction Fitz and Mac, and I have uh, over 100,000 results. I also don't have safe search on, so. <laughs> All right, let me see here. First time, second chance, an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fanfic. So I'm clicking here. Oh. Okay, so uh, on AO3, having clicked that, because I couldn't, I couldn't find it where it was like letting me search it or whatever, because mm-hmm. it wasn't common enough to to pop up in the in the tags. Um, but now that you know, just going Google ways, there are three hundred and seventeen words um, that are are that ship. So, um, oh, and some of them are even long fix. Oh, but the long fix are focusing on. Oh, that's an interesting, that's an interesting ship. Coulson and Simmons. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Some people have daddy issues. So. And that's exactly where my brain went. I was just like, that's, that's interesting. So I'm Um, I'm just scrolling through these and giving a quick perusal of like the, I guess, preview underneath the, mm -hmm. like the thing. And this one kind of just stuck out to me. Combining physical attraction with his enjoyment and awe of Fitz's brilliant mind made Max certain he was happier in a younger man's company. <laughs> and I'm just like, yep, I this, yep, this is this is the world that I live in. No. <laughs> See now, and, and here's the thing: there's a lot of those that I want. Um, I, I pretty much only go for multi chapters, and mm-hmm. make sure that it, you know, I, I, I read the the tags. Um, some of these might actually be pretty good. Yeah, the was it the rating on this is fiction M, which not suitable for children or teens below the age of sixteen, with non-explicit suggested adult themes uh, referring to references to some violence or coarse language. Yeah, uh, so here the, a lot of fan fiction writers will bump up their ratings. Yeah. Um, like a lot of them should probably just be rated teen, mm-hmm. but they'll bump it up to mature because they'll have people that give them crap. Well, and the the thing is, it's saying, just... you know, just for saying ha- having their players cursing, <clears throat> and it's just like, yeah. 
or players, their characters. Well, having the characters fiction M can contain adult language themes and suggestions. Mm -hmm. Detailed descriptions of physical interactions of sexual or violent nature are considered fiction MA. So, yeah. this is a fiction M, so you don't or have to worry explicit. about the super explicit, depending on graphic. your... Uh, it's it's going to vary from um, based on what the, the website is. Yeah, I mean, it's not a multi-chapter. Uh, it's only three th over, like, it's 3,300 words or something like that. But uh, I mean, that's that's a and and here's another thing. I won't read anything that's less than a thousand words. Yeah, fair enough. I just don't do it. It's just like it's <clears> not <throat> worth my time. Um, and if it's a multi chapter, mm -hmm. I sit there and um, like okay, here I've got one. It's it's three chapters. The words is, the the amount of words is two thousand twenty one. I won't do it. I won't read that one. It's got to be at least a thousand words per chapter me to read it it can be a little short like if if it if it was i don't know 29 or even 2800 mm -hmm. i i would probably give it a chance because sometimes it's a little more difficult to you know to have the word count exact but yeah. generally if if it's not a, a close approximation to a thousand words per chapter i won't mess with it yeah I'm, so remember I'm, I'm folks for ray size matters <laughs> i mean and and then I get really happy when I see this fifteen chapters, thirty three thousand five hundred fifty two words. Love that. Fair All enough. about that. That makes me that makes me ridiculously happy. But I I go on to fan fiction to read fan made books. Honestly, yeah, I, I don't go to just read slash. Yeah. But I mean, just because it's got multi chapters doesn't mean it's good. Oh no, yeah. not yeah, no that that's not always a, a, a but that that's a better way to get me in into to read it. <laughs> and also, if in your tags it says slow burn, I'm almost guaranteed that I'm gonna at least give it a shot. Because <laughs> that means at some point you're gonna get fooled by a four thousand word uh, you know a story. Where it says slow burn, and they never actually get together. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yes, but no. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I would be tricked too much by that because, like, I've, I've, I've seen some where, well, like, I, I'm, I'm reading one right now, but it's still in progress and it's being updated, and it's, a, it's a slow burn, and we are, we are on chapter eighteen. We are, I think, sixty thousand words into the story, and they have not gotten together yet. And I'm I mean, fine with the it. story ends and they're not together. <laughs> well, yes, no, uh, that would be kind of it, it. It would it would kind of have to depend on why they're not together and like how it was built up. I don't know. I there there are times where I'm I'm cool with you know not having a, a strictly speaking happy ending, um, where you know the characters end up together and everything is great um i like i like my angst fix my my yeah i don't know <laughs> i i like hurting characters <laughs> but not killing it's hurting and, and you must love joss whedon i do I'm gonna say, I, I really do that's his mo mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean I, after all, look what happened to fitz yeah oh yeah 
Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that completely veered off of the current watching of Agents of. Yes, yeah. yes, it did. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I want to touch on. Uh, oh, that that's that. Yep, that's the one I was thinking about. What? Oh, that's right. I can't really share a link. Uh, so, I mean, I made the comment of just because it has multi-chapters doesn't mean that it was good. Mm-hmm. My Immortal. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, that, that was ex- immediately the first one that popped in my head. I couldn't I know, remember yeah, the name no. of it. Oh, you know. Because yeah. yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. My Immortal was a, um, it, it was a Harry Potter fan oh, fiction. Fuck. Harry Potter vampire gothic. Self-insert. Thing. Self-insert that was hecka Mary Sue. Like, oh, I, I have it. I have it saved because I was doing a reading of it uh, as Carcat um, and, you know, making comments and everything. Um, I remember I remember going and hanging out in um, Ray Geek's channel and uh, Ray Geek's would be would do half of the stream on a Friday reading mm-hmm. uh, a couple chapters of my immortal and then playing the mm-hmm. Sims. <clears throat> and it so, was some of the most magical shit I've ever seen. Yeah. So. Okay. So here's, here's the first. Um, for, for just the first paragraph of, of my immortal. Uh, hi, my name is Ebony darkness. D-A-R-K apostrophe N-E-S-S Dementia Raven Way <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I just started balling through his headphones Wait, wait for him to come back on No, actually what you heard was a pen fall off the desk because my elbows in his desk and that's what happens when you thud the heel of your hand against your forehead Fair enough The vibration can cause things to fall to the floor Yeah, okay, so uh, ebony darkness dementia raven way and i have long ebony black hair that's how i got my name because apparently she was born with long ebony dark hair because mutant baby yeah. i mean the thing is is like when you when you deal with when you deal with the goth kids you yeah. gotta remember that they usually shun their their birth name and oh go based on descriptions <laughs> i guess i should go so before that, the, the author's note that she put before this, special fangs, get it? Because I'm gothic. Not gothic, gothic. G-O-F-F-I-K. First gothic. of all, you're not, you're, first of all, you, she wouldn't even be gothic because you're not gothic unless you have freaking crenellations and gargoyles on you. <laughs> A person can be goth, but they're not yeah. gothic. No. Gothic um, is an architectural style. But gothic... <laughs> What about gothic? What about gothic? G-O-F-F-I-K. That can gothic itself. <laughs> <laughs> Two, the number. Yeah. My G-F, you, not in that way. Raven, bloody tears 666 for helping me with the story and spelling. You, Rook, R-O-K. <laughs> Why the fuck would you punish someone by thanking them for the spelling in that? So... <laughs> Does she hate this person? So, so the fun part about this is, um, and I've I've 
just glossed over some of mm-hmm. this because when Ray Geeks was doing the uh, the reading of it, I was just like, oh, it can't be. Wait, I mean, please tell me the AN was read every single time. <laughs> oh, it it's was like half the hilarity of the story. Um, she she read it. <laughs> she read it exactly the way it was written. Mm-hmm. And I thought like, oh, there's probably some mistakes that like maybe she's misreading something. And then I took a look. I'm like. No, she's reading the spelling mistakes mm-hmm. and everything, mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. improper grammar, all of it. I was just like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. Um, Justin, er, the love of my depressing life. <laughs> you wrote to MCR rocks R O X. I'm looking for something to bang my head up against. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I beat you. I don't know if you heard that earlier. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you've got the hi, my name is Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way, and I have long ebony black hair. That's how I got my name. With purple streaks and red tips that reaches my mid-back and icy blue eyes like limpid tears. And a lot of people tell me I look like Amy Lee. Author's note. If you don't know who she is, get the hell out of here. I'm, I'm not- proud to say I don't because that means I get to go now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that that was actually so when I was reading. Thank you for listening in the pod. Yeah. Bye. Um, Then I'm not related to Gerard Way, but I wish I was because he's a a major hottie. I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. Hold hold on, hold on. I'm not related to Gerard Way, but I wish I was because he's made. He's he's major hottie. Is is that? (laughs) Read that sentence. Yep. yep. Okay. So we're on the same page. Yep. Um, So yeah, I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. I have pale white skin. I'm also a witch. And I go to a magic school called Hogwarts. And she misspelled Hogwarts. It's Hogwarts. (laughs) To be fair, fair, she misspells everything. (laughs) (laughs) You can't Uh, talk to her for one misspelling. Fair. (laughs) Uh, In England... Where I'm in the seventh year, I'm 17, which isn't right, but whatever. She started late. Her, her, guess, letter, yeah. her letter to her, her No, cabinet. she started early. She would have had to start early. Your seventh year, you're 18. Because you're 11, you're 11 your first year. Maybe, just devil's advocate on this, no, maybe. She, she got to go a year early. <laughs> maybe she's going to turn 18, like, relatively soon. I guess, yeah. That's possible. Um, I'm a goth, in case you couldn't tell. Goth? Goth or goth? No, goth. She spelled it correctly. G-O-T-H. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Surprising. Um, wow. let's, let's thank her friend for uh, helping her with the spelling. Yeah. yeah. Way to go, Raven. Um, uh, I'm a goth, in case you couldn't tell. And I wear mostly black. I love Hot Topic, and I buy all my clothes from there. Okay. Hot Topic is not goth. I mean, hot, hot, hot topic what, is like. The, okay, so here's the thing. What year was this written in? Oh, that's a good point. I don't I, remember. And excuse me, I know almost jack about Harry Potter, but if you're going there, you're wearing a uniform, not whatever yeah. the hell you. Want. Oh yeah, no, that was one thing that oh that always. Uh, uh, 2006. Me. So. Okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah, it was it was a fair enough. Um, I love hot topic, and I buy all my clothes from there. I'm I'm guessing that must mean that she's not a pureblood. She's got to be a muggle or muggle raised because there's no hot topic in the wizard world and they don't go into into normal society. 
Um, I mean, maybe, maybe by never chance, seen normal society, um, never seen normal. Yeah, maybe, maybe by chance, her, 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 one of her parents was a wizard. Yeah. So and was she, just she like fuck be, this. Yeah. Um. Okay, then uh, for example, today I was wearing a black corset with matching lace around it and a black leather miniskirt, pink fishnets, and black combat boots. I was wearing black lipstick, white foundation, black eyeliner, and red eyeshadow. I was walking outside Hogwarts. It was, it was snowing and raining. Sleeting. It was sleeting. <laughs> so she got caught in a slop storm. Okay. <laughs> um, it was it Phil- was, snowing- was Philadelphia everywhere. That's yeah. It. If, if you've um, ever been in that area, and I know yeah. Bowen has. Yeah, that I mean, just me saying it's Philadelphia. The weather is so freaking unpredictable here that you can <laughs> in the middle of a blizzard, and by the end of the day, it's rain. Yeah, middle of a blizzard, um, it's rain, and then it's seventy degrees for some reason. Yeah. Um. But then it freezes, and everybody's yeah. fucked. Um. Yeah. It it was snowing and raining, so there was no sun, which I was very happy about. A lot of preps stared at me. I put up my middle finger at them. Hi, Ebony, shouted a voice. I looked up. It was dot, 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 dot. Draco Malfoy. (laughs) Hold on just a moment. The middle finger does not mean the same thing overseas that it does in America. It does not. You hold up two fingers over there. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I mean... (laughs) To be fair, a lot of Americans don't realize that. Yeah. Um, to be fair, do your fucking homework if you're going to write about England. I mean, I, I, I fully agree. I mean, it's much like, uh, and, and just quick sidebar on this, like uh, back in World War II when um, American troops were trying to pass as German officers, mm-hmm. uh, what would give them away was when uh, they were asked to order three drinks. Because they'd be able to speak it, but you know, whenever somebody would order it, would be like, let me get three. Uh, which is the way that they were supposed to do it, but they're like, let me get three, you know, and done. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Just a little little thing. Yeah, did not know that. But uh, but yeah, I, I think we should maybe save the rest of this reading <laughs> for another episode. As in, like, never? Yeah, uh, next episode. Yeah, I, I would not be upset, but yeah. I, no, I, I've got three I more have... lines in chapter one. Okay, get, get the three lines out. <laughs> I'm just going to say this right now. I have an odd, like, car crash kind of thing when it comes to bad art. So, yeah, go yeah. on. So I will send you a link to this. <laughs> yes. No, I didn't say I'm going to read it. But... You'll listen to me read it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so we've got, um, it was dot, 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 Draco Malfoy. Malfoy. Yeah. What's up, Draco? I asked. Nothing. He said shyly. But then I heard my friends call me and I had to go. You had to go what? Go away. Oh, oh it, it, because the audio cut out. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Even uh, the and microphone then, is done with this shit. <laughs> final, final, final author's note is, capital letters, I, I-S, is it good? Please tell me, fangs. <laughs> so, What's the email? I'm, I'm writing this person. I want to know what their email address is. I will write them. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I, yeah, that was that was indeed a thing. <laughs> yep. Um there is one last order of business on this 
extra long, long three yeah. hour episode. Y'all got the jumbo size. Yeah. Mm. The same price as the standard. Yeah. So you got welcome. the you got the massive fucking economy size thing. So all that girth weigh you down. Go on. Uh so <laughs> basically, um I have heard from the people that loved listening to Gimmick Bag um, on and wa- while well, watching the archive on on YouTube, uh, people have been asking why is it not there anymore and all the other stuff. So, because of this, um, I have opened up a new YouTube channel. Um, it doesn't have a fancy tag yet because we have to get a hundred subscribers on that channel before it allows you to do a custom URL. Mm. But the thing is, uh, we are, I'm putting (laughs) all of the Precipice Podcast Network stuff on there. Um, Right now, Brothering Around, it's home on on YouTube is still youtube.com slash commiev2. But there will be a playlist on the Precipice Podcast Network Twitch channel, as will uh, the old episodes of Gimmick Bag. New episodes will be added to that playlist, but they will be hosted natively on um, on the YouTube page, as well as the live reactions, which I didn't think I was going to be archiving. Um, so those are on there as those will be on there as well, as well as pod errors. the The podcast you are either listening to or watching right now. So um, there will be a link in the description. Of course, you can always. Do a search for Pod Errors on YouTube, and you can find it. Episodes will start going up. On, will start going live, quote unquote. Uh, will start becoming available on the YouTube channel uh, as of March first. I think right now, uh, March first and second, it's getting the episodes of Gimmick Bag that uh, we recorded and were on Twitch. Those will be going up on the channel uh, March 1st and 2nd. March 3rd, uh, the Pod Errors episodes will be going um, on the channel, become available on the YouTube channel as well. Uh, On the 4th, the live reactions. And then after that, it'll be a standardized (coughs) upload schedule. So um, you'll, it'll be, you know, Pod Errors will be available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and Radio Public, as well um, on um, on Wednesdays, Wednesday mornings. There'll be the debut on Twitch uh, Wednesday afternoon, uh, 12 Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And um, it'll be available on Thursday on YouTube. And that's just because the, the way Twitch rules go. Um, because if we do end up getting affiliate status, it's going to end up having to be being, it gets premiered on Twitch. It has to wait 24 hours before it could be on another video platform. So I want to get in the habit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll bump the schedule, like the, the brother around stuff. I mean, that's, I mean, that's kind of the way it is. I might try to get the stuff out on, on that Wednesday, uh, for pot errors, but, um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if it conflicts, but as of right now, I'm thinking it might be Thursday for pod errors. Uh, th- well, Thursday for pod errors and brothering around, and then um, 
Saturdays for uh, Gimmick Bag. So on, on YouTube, on the new YouTube archive. But uh, you guys okay. can catch us on Twitch, uh, the, the Twitch channel, if you're listening to this or you're seeing us for the first time on uh, the, the new YouTube channel. You can uh, catch all of the archives of Gimmick Bag and Pod Errors um, at twitch.tv slash precipice podcast. Uh, we also have Brothering Around there. On the weekends, we do run marathons, so that's cool. And at least once a month, there's a live reaction to a wrestling pay-per-view where I'm sitting there and making faces. So there's that. Um, but yeah, we're available on all the all those wonderful platforms. As I said, uh, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, Radio Public. Radio Public, I will say, is probably um, one of the better ones to be on. It's I want to say it's a it's a newer platform. It's just not as well known as an iTunes. Um, it actually the episodes go live on Radio Public before they even go on iTunes. Just the way that they aggregate. So, mm. um, so it's actually a really cool thing. Um, plus, I mean they kind of have a new uh, initiative to kind of help drive uh, uh, people to the podcasts on Radio Public. So kind of a cool thing and and we're part of that uh all the shows on um the precipice podcast network are part of that but anyway it's time for us to say goodbye and wrap up at just over three hours which is a long fucking cast (laughs) a long fucking thing and we appreciate seriously you guys sticking with us uh listening to this this episode uh watching the video archive or whatever you've decided uh, you guys have been amazing. You can catch Ray on Face. Uh, I was gonna say on Facebook. Um, I mean, I am. You have a? Do you have a fan page on Facebook? Um, I have. I have. Um, you my, got the Dragon's Horde Creations. One. My Dragon Horde Creations yeah. on Facebook. I do not yeah. have a. Uh, and I don't have page. that URL right away. So, uh, so I'll go left to right. Twitch.tv slash Thurballin. Twitch.tv slash Dorky Ray. Twitch.tv slash Toddevf. Uh, you can also catch us on facebook.com slash podcast. I try to keep people up to date. Uh, I kind of want to have the other people on the network do posts there as well. So you can get a little insight from them as well on things as opposed to me just spouting off about sales and deals in the Spreadshirt store. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast. If you like Loot Crate, Loot Crate's an amazing service. There is a link in the description. Sign up. It helps support the network. Um, what else? Uh, I think that's. I think that's. I think I've just covered about everything. <laughs> Gotten all that yeah. business out of the um, way. Uh, Audible. Uh, well, <laughs> Audible isn't our sponsorship, though. Well, but still, it's part of the press. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> I got so much shit. Thing. I got so much shit because I did that live read on Pod Errors last week. Oh really? Oh, well, my bad then. No, no, no yeah, they. Uh, Wes and Marco thought it was fucking hilarious. Oh. <laughs> they were did, just, did you talk about it that wasn't this show? Yeah, well, so, I mean, on, on Brothering Around, and if you listen to that episode, they mm-hmm. uh, they kept on saying, uh, do you remember, oh, because, like, my, my internet went out at one point, and they're just like, Todd must have forgot what podcast he's on. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's that. But anyway, um, yeah, you can you can catch us all on Twitch. You can catch us on uh, the Facebook page. You can catch us on uh, the new YouTube channel. 
which uh, link will be in the description. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for another great episode, a jumbo. You know what? Let's let's give this. Let's put this over like a comic a comic book. You normally you get the regular one. This was the giant sized pot the errors. Giant. What happened? The eighty page giant. The eighty page giant giant sized pot errors. Thank you guys. You're amazing. Until next time. Thanks. You have a great day, great night, great evening, whatever time of the world it is for you. And we'll see you next week for another edition of Pot Errors. Later. <laughs>